0: to save American radio from its horrible future.
1: He didn't invent radio. He just
2: perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Nade. Parental discretion is advised.
3: The godfather of sports radio.
4: It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony
5: Bruno. Beautiful. I'm
4: bouncing already. Almost busted the studio up, and we're not even started yet. Hello there, kiddies It is a thirsty throwback Thursday. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, welcoming you all in. And you know we do on a thirsty Thursday, Harry. Luckily, I got some Corona premieres with very little carbs. Right. You know Two point six, I believe. That's yeah, good. Although, again, I don't want to get into the keto stuff. It's boring. Let's get into the good stuff. Because you know what it is, Harry? Not just Thirsty Thursday. Today is the day we can sit here and say, I feel like I'm rhyming every day, and I'm not even good at this. We have a date. We have a date. A very important date. You know what that date is, Harry? June 1st. Now, it's not June 1st yet. It is May 21st. And come Monday, it'll be all right because it'll be Memorial Day. But a week from Monday, June 1st, is the day that we are going to start seeing the light at the end of the sports tunnel. We already have sports, as we know. But you know what we're going to be getting, Harry? Come June 1st, we're uh. going to be getting closer and closer and closer as Grand Funk One sang.
6: Uh, yeah. To my sports.
7: <laughs> now, are you buying this? Obviously, you're excited about this, as of course, am I. but Because we're positive every day. Right. Well, we try to be. I mean, it's difficult. I mean, I vacillate from positivity to a little bit. I get a little down sometimes. But you're saying that within because I'm just going to put a new countdown clock in
4: my. Put the new countdown. I'm my, not saying um, sports is starting. I'm saying June 1st is an important date. Right. No, I, I get that. Uh, Ten days
7: and nine hours. They're good with those countdown clocks. Well, so it's, Harry now it's has a nice his, app. I don't do anything so except it's great put, app, and, so put in So you just put in the date? I, you put in the date at the time, and
4: then you call it whatever you want well, to call Well, I don't it. know what time on June 1st. Well, I
7: mean, June Figure 1st noon.
4: starts midnight. No, but you can't put midnight because I don't believe the commissioner is going to get up at midnight. But that's June And 1st. call all the NBA players. They'll already be up rolling yeah, they'll, around. Yeah,
7: they'll be up. They, they haven't even gone to bed from May 31st yet, Tony. <laughs> So they'll still be up. He could just text them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so June 1st. Right.
8: The Tony, NBA. You, you can do that, too.
7: What do you want to to put, it, 8 o'clock in the morning?
8: No, nah, make
4: it noonish. Noonish? No, nobody's giving a news. Nobody's making an announcement at 8 o'clock in the morning, Harry. Come on. Well, I mean, I, I have. This is the NBA. And again, it's not even an announcement that's being made. It's the day that Adam Silver, according to the great Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski at ESPN, right. will lay out a quote return to play rules and regulation scenario for the National Basketball Association Monday, June first. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's positive news. Yeah, that's it great. doesn't mean they're going to start playing. And now according to the story, games he hopes will happen sometime before the end of July. Okay. So basketball is going ahead. Looks like they're making plans. They're doing everything that's safe, and they That's why they had taking all this time because they're doing it right, and they're talking about you know the Disney World thing that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Talking about Vegas, Vegas and like, Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's loving the Orlando thing.
7: Well, because there's a lot of accommodations there. Yeah, they got
4: a million hotels, and they got basketball courts. Exactly right, and they got rides, which is all I care about, actually. And then I can go into Club 33 up there. And then we can go up and visit Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen brain. Yeah, but you'll have to sign a waiver. I'll sign anything. Okay. Just as long as I don't have to stand in line. You know what I mean? Well, I, want get, front of the line got I got that pass privilege. I got my magic pass. Yeah, <laughs> I got the magic stick too, Harry. But that's for another show. Maybe tomorrow on the Big Friday extravaganza. So that's basketball. Okay. Then how about NCAA action? Because what organization is more maligned than this country – than the National Collegiate Athletic Association, generally by everybody. There's virtually no one that loves the NCAA because they don't get anything right. No, you're you know, right. When it comes to taking care of the kids, you know, keeping them from making money. And now they finally gave it and said they can allow they can use their their images to sell stuff. Are they our version of the IOC?
7: Yeah, and the, NCAA, the uh, FIFA yeah. and all that kind of stuff.
4: It's, it's like close. A, yeah, yeah. They're right there. So even the NCAA, Harry, has put down June 1st on their calendar. Can you put down an NCAA guy countdown clock, too? No, there's a lot of things. June 1st seems to be the big day, the big, big day. The NCAA has voted to lift a ban on on-campus training for member schools, of course, and athletic programs. June 1st, the student-athletes will be able to go onto their campuses mm-hmm. and start working out. And training at their facilities. Okay. That's another positive, That's right? That's big, yeah. That doesn't mean college football starting in the next, college football doesn't start till late August. They'll probably postpone it to the fall, whatever. If it starts in September, everybody will be happy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, as long
7: as it starts and has a season. I don't care if it doesn't start until November. Exactly. They can play till exactly. February for all I care. I just, I just want the season.
4: And how about this at Ohio at the Ohio State University? I saw this. They haven't put June 1st on the calendar – but what they said is they're now looking at models, not the European models that we always look at for, radio, for, uh, for weather. And I always look at it, love looking at the – I'm more looking at the, uh, the Latino ones, not the European models. A lot of those chicks are skinny. Okay. You've got to go down to, like, like the, the great weather women down in South and Central America, Mexico. You go there. I'll go to Eastern Europe and the <laughs> Russian bloc. Okay? you go wherever you want to yeah. get your models. Exactly. I usually get my models for free and my money for nothing. So they're looking at models that would allow twenty thousand or more fans to attend football games in the fall at the horseshoe, Harry. Yeah, now that's you know that's
7: over a hundred thousand seat stadium, and the potential is from twenty to fifty thousand fans. They even have one model that gets them up near fifty. Which would be pretty cool,
4: and there'll be—I I don't know if that's counting Instagram models who will probably be in attendance mm-hmm. at most of these events, looking for young student athletes to hook up with. Right. Although they prefer the rich guys already in professional sports. Well, Ohio sports.
7: State players basically are
4: rich because that's basically <laughs> NFL, you know, lights.
7: They're all going to the draft. Exactly okay. right.
4: Yeah, you got to start early. Yeah. It's like mining the Getting miners. Getting early. It's like recruiting. Mining the miners. Hey, Remember were- that was a segment, mining the miners, and you check out all the minor league players and what they're doing. <laughs> And their, uh, all their stats and their OPPs and all that stuff. So that's good news. So Ohio State's looking away. Meanwhile, down at the big house, and we should get the Ombre on one. We got to get the Ombre back. Yeah, on, he's The due. daily Ombre. He's due. Because he's a Michigan apologist, as you well know, Harry. When do you want him? Well, I'm going to have had him right now, but we don't have time for him right now. <laughs> at Michigan, in the big house, Harry, forget about putting people in the big house. Jim Harbaugh, your coach for the Michigan Wolverines, said, hey, I'm good with playing with no fans, and it's better than not, play, than not playing at all.
9: You could definitely test both teams. You could test the officials and everybody. Can you test 100,000 fans coming into a stadium? Probably not. You know, that's probably not uh, without a without a vaccine. You probably couldn't do that. So, yeah, to answer your question, heck, yeah, be, be comfortable uh, coaching a game without any fans. Um, you know, if, it, if the choice were play or uh, in front of no fans or – not play, then I would I would choose uh, play in front of no fans, and I think most of the, most of the, darn near every guy I've talked to on our team, that's the way they feel about it. Now, that coming from the
7: guy that has to make a trip to the horseshoe this year exactly. to play at Ohio State. So I'm sure he'd love an empty horseshoe because then maybe he could stand a chance
4: to beat Ohio oh, State. Oh, Harry playing the okay. anti-Michigan uh, yeah. guy. Are you a Michigan hater, Harry? Uh, no, I'm just, it's just facts. And that's all we do on the show? Yeah. Because we get some facts and then you come back and see me later on. As the great—I believe we have Jim Calhoun commenting on that. Get some facts
10: and come back and see
4: me. Exactly. That's what we try to do on the show. And we'll come back tomorrow when we get more facts. So that's the good news because that's what we're looking for on this show. Well, everybody else is trying to tell everybody how to think, what to think, what the stats say, what science says, what what your governor says. You know, when you can go this place, when you can go that place. We don't make those decisions here. We just give you the positive stuff. You want negativity? You want to argue about Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles for the 75,000th time just to make the phones ring? Go right ahead. We're not going there. We don't go there on this show, Harry. I think I would have called out sick. If you had to do that? Yes. Again, this is not a knock. This is just the difference because you and I have done local radio. The difference between doing local radio and doing this show is, is that we can we don't have to beat the same topics to death every day. Thank God. And and we know how it works, you I know. know. You, 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 there's it's not tough. a lot to, there's not a lot to talk about. No, there isn't. You want to get the phones to ring and when you throw out Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles, it's like the old days before Pete Rose and the whole gambling thing was finally settled and mm-hmm. he admitted that he gambled. It was one of those evergreens we call them. Hey, there's not much going on. we got to get the phones today. We're getting close to a big weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't really I want an f- easy show. I don't want to do five hours of show prep, Harry. Come on. What, do we can, what can we throw out there today? Carson Wentz versus Nick Foles. Let's go to the phones. That's what's going on out there, Harry. And I, for one, thank God and, and thank my lucky charms even though I can't eat Lucky Charms, because even though they're magically der- delicious, mm-hmm. too much sugar in there, as you know, Harry. So that's what's going on. We got football to talk about. We got a Dak Prescott update, Harry. How about you, Cowboys? Dak, your thoughts... Five years, $175 million, just is not enough, baby. Well, it's you just know, not, What is that a year? I don't have a calculator.
7: $35 million a year, the last I counted. Okay, But he's eyeing somewhere in the area of $45 plus per year is what he wants. It's a negotiation. I get that, and I understand how that works. Right. It doesn't say, I, I looked this up a couple of different places, out of that 175
4: I can't find out what is guaranteed. Correct, because that's all that really matters yeah, that's up front. What, right, right. You get that up front check. And then you say, okay, then I know I'm going to get at least $50 million up front. Right. And then if I play the whole five years, and he should play five years. I mean, he's still a young oh, player. Yeah, he should be. So this isn't one of those preposterous eight, nine-year deals. That he's never going to see the end of. Exactly. Yeah. You
7: yeah. want it all front-loaded. Huh? I hope he gets every penny that he wants. Because then that means that's less money for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> to spend on other players.
11: Screw them? their Cowboys! All
4: right? <laughs> How about if he does get that? And then Alden Smith, who just finally got a chance to play again and was allowed to come back in the NFL, hasn't played since 2015 through all kinds of issues. And he was a great player back in the Niner days. You remember that, Harry. Guy yeah. got 47 and a half sacks in 59 games before he self-destructed for mm-hmm. the most part. DUIs, drug and alcohol issues, all kinds of problems. And uh, to his credit, he says, you know what? I've become a better man. I'm an overall better person. I know exactly what I've been through. I hope to be an inspiration to a lot of people. He's 30 years old, mm-hmm. and so he'll get a chance to play again for the Dallas Cowboys because he sat out for four years. Man, I forgot all about him. He's I know, and you remember with long. the Niners, he was a sure, beast. Yeah. And so, there's, you know, I like redemption stories. That's what this is all about. This show is a redemption story, Harry. <laughs> In not, more ways than one. Not dead red, dead red. Redemption. Redemption. That's yeah. what I believe the baseball players are playing today when they're thinking about not going out to work for a living like everybody else does. And we'll get to baseball because when we come back, Harry, we must. And it's not my style to criticize Major League Baseball, its players, its entities, its fan base. But I'm gonna agree with my boy, mad dog Chris Russo. Enough is enough. Baseball players, shut the hell up and go outside. We'll talk baseball. And we Dur- have a what's yes. in the box. We're segment. Going to,
11: during the break, we are going to open it up. No, just we're going to a-
4: open it up when we come back. Okay. Robin, just relax. Breathe. Let the show breathe. It's like a nice bottle of wine. You know, you open it up, you let it breathe. You don't just pour it right into a glass. I love how you both are down here <laughs> since 9 a.m. And you haven't had that discussion I yet. Know. No, it didn't come until that later on. <laughs> oh, it didn't. No, it, oh, okay. it came
11: right before the show. It just arrived. <laughs> to be fair. It's fresh. We know it's <laughs> to be not, fair to Tony and I.
4: I guarantee you I know what that is. You know it's in the, It's yep. not a box. No. And it's not the money that that, that fell off that uh, that mail truck the right. other day down there in Virginia with a million dollars in cash. How do you know, It feels like cash in there. Yeah. We're coming. We'll find out what's in the envelope today. It's been sitting on Funkin' Wagnall's porch for the last 24 hours. We'll come right back and rip baseball a new one next. Stick her out.
12: Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection and after washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code Bruno for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code Bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code Bruno
13: Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played
3: with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah 6'1", and will take over a game.
13: Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app.
12: Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, i I use go sleeves to recover from injuries go sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape the same tape used by physical therapists doctors and trainers to help you recover from injuries just pull on a go sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor ibuprofen or ice visit go and use discount code radio for 20 percent off go discount code radio
6: There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno
4: and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews,
2: lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel. Two Eleven and the SiriusXM
9: app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to OnDoc Healthcare Services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace
12: Code radio.
4: Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius
8: XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
4: And during the break, we continued on the discussions at deep, deep levels, Harry. When the great correspondent who keeps eyes on eyes ears nose and throats you know that guy right there wearing a baldy's breakdown canines that pat canines guy had breaking news from the consumer product department victoria's secret and now are they shutting down and completely no, 250, stores. 250 stores victoria's secret stores are shutting down another victim of the me too movement harry
11: Total or is it the coronavirus? Yeah. The
4: coronavirus. Either one. I want to blame both. Yeah. There's and I got to say this. I, listen, Robin and I have gone in there. Victoria's Secrets has nice stuff. The chicks dig the bras, yeah, and the panties. And the Victoria's Secrets, with all due respect, is basically the Cinemax of buying underwear. It's like when you go to the West Coast Video in the back room when they had the the, the DVDs, mm-hmm. versus when you walk watch a cinemax movie. Right. You know, it's just light. Guys can go into to Victoria's Soft Secrets core. with their wife or yeah. girlfriend or both. And not feel uncomfortable, right? If you go with your girlfriend or your wife into a Fredericks of Hollywood store, but they had the better catalog. a great so catalog. When I was Fredericks kid. of Hollywood catalog oh. blow, blows away. Victoria it was a great
7: Secret. day when I'd get home before my mom and oh, dad, absolutely. and the mail was there, and that catalog was there.
4: I'd get a good hour and a half
7: and by myself. Yeah. And the best part oh,
4: yeah. is, I knew a lot of the Victoria's Secrets models. You know, there was one on the cover, and she signed them for me. The 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 last one name with the Seymour Stephanie
7: Seymour not Stephanie
4: Seymour I did not
7: know oh, that. was she
11: the one that married the singer Axel
4: Rose
7: no no no, no, she no no she wasn't with she married, Axel um, Rose
11: not Buble the other guy
4: no 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 she worked with me on the best damn sports show she done talk radio and she's the guy she's the woman who is now being blamed for getting what's his name Al Franken thrown out of Congress because she's a big mill. She married a, a military man. Yeah. And um, then she was on a trip overseas, and then the famous picture of, of Al Franken supposedly playing around. Listen, I don't think he should have been thrown out for that. That's just my opinion. But uh, she's my, she's the woman who helped shave my head on the Best Damn Sports Show, too. Oh, she was in the Doritos commercial. Yes. No, 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 no. Not, no, not no, Allie Landry. That. Yeah, not but a- she shaved it, but she right. helped. Oh. She helped. Okay. <sighs> anyway... Fredericks of Hollywood, Leanne Ann Tweeden. Thank you. Barry okay. it, the great Lee Ann Tweeden. And so she was in there, always on the cover. And I have a signed Fredericks of Hollywood catalog with her on the front. Nice. You know, p- most people want, like, Michael Jordan, rookie cards. You know, right. Not me. No. Give me a Lee Ann Tweeden, Fredericks of Hollywood signed cover. In fact, I have something I found when Robin went to the sports unit to clean it out. Yeah. I got a personalized pro I got something especially for you and one for me that I completely lost track of. It was a... Lisa and autographed calendar okay. that she signed for us when we were with her in Atlantic City a few years ago And and you have both of them Yeah, I don't know how wow. I got them They must have I must have they must have fell into my briefcase when we were leaving down in <laughs> Atlantic City that day we spent with her we but were anyway at the pool Yeah, no yeah. I no I had both of them Okay. And so they're upstairs in the office. I'll bring it down during a break. But speaking of that, so we're talking about Fredericks of Hollywood and my favorite place in los angeles as you know Harry, you know what that is right trash trashy lingerie it's only one store it's not a chain and it's a store where you because so many uh, oh, we gotta do what's in the box so many low would go in there back in the day when joan collins and all of these celebrities would go in there to buy their slutty underwear because mm-hmm. guys dug that stuff guys would go in there just to look around mm-hmm. and then they said get these riff out of here so you have a membership. You have to be a member to get in. It's like by appointment only. Probably, yes. Probably, right. But yeah. you know what the memberships are? Two dollars. That's So it? I had a lifetime. I bought a lifetime <laughs> membership before I moved.
7: So what would you just do? Make an appointment to go in there and look around? No,
4: I'd go in there with women and buy them stuff. If you have you you whip out that you say, "Excuse me, while I whip this out." You have a membership card. And trashes. you got a hot woman, and you get in the door, and they say, Yes, Mr. Bruno, yeah, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> and then they show you around, and the lady that you're with gets to pick out the fabulous Batman. You never fabulous, taken
11: fabu- me there. This I, I wanna, is, oh, He's in trouble I now. I want to show you
7: that thing I wanted to show you last time you were in, Mr.
4: Bruno. And the girl looks at you like, What?
7: <laughs> we when got, were you here last, and who with who?
4: We got something picked especially for you this time. Come on in the back. And then they open a big door in the back. Uh, like John Wick, when he went into the movies and was picking out the armaments in the wine room, remember? Yeah, you didn't see the John no, Wick no. movies. What's the matter with you? But anyway, here's the box. not a box. It's an envelope. Right. I don't believe it's any Fredericks of Hollywood product. No, year. but it's
7: priority mail,
4: though, Tom. It is priority yeah. mail. This is $7.75 right. postage spent by one of the friends of our show, the well, great Ed Nasta, because his name's on the envelope, who the sender is. Well, our
7: guy, Mike Rainey, you know, he's got to send his kid to college. you got to pay, you know, big you know, money for stamps these days.
4: That's all right, man. I support yeah. the Postal yeah. Service. Now, let's see what's inside. Harry, I'm going to give you the honor Because Harry said right. he knows what's in there, and I don't. I have no idea. I just he's, unsheathed he's it.
11: He's taking an educated guess. Yes,
7: because the person who sent it, I saw a week or so ago. Is it and his underwear? Did he send no, no, us no, his no. underwear? No, better not be. <laughs> <laughs> he he sent us cash. He was wearing one of these and Ooh, said that— A garter uh, belt? No. <laughs> Tito's scarfs.
4: No. Are they scarfs or face masks? Well, you
7: can use it for,
4: you
9: know, like bandanas.
4: They're like a bandana. And it is a Tito's Thursday, by the way. Right. And it is a. I can't open this, Robin. Can you? Ed, rip this Ed was wearing one of
7: these. You know, was he holding working. up a liquor store? No, no, he, he was, works in the liquor. I store. was holding up the liquor store, <laughs> and he was merely facilitating <laughs> the product to my car.
4: Oh, I got to open this baby. now. Can I wear this on the show? Does it match with my pissed Phillies shirt today? How are nah, you like? You remember these shirts? Yeah, they I were do. A couple I, years I have ago. one of those. I have one of those, and too. I am pissed because we'll get into this. And thank you, Ed, for the Tito's vodka, homemade, handmade, handmade. Not handmade. Put this baby on now. Yeah, go out and. I'll fit right in in Philadelphia. I just go out and start holding up Seven Elevens and Wawas. That's the.
7: I don't think you're going to be able to do the show with it, but it, Let's does, see, look, does, it, it work? does look nice.
11: You have to do it underneath the. How microphone. Does, it sound,
4: does it sound better now? No, like that? A little, sound a little it's, muffled. A little yeah, you muffled. need to
11: do it underneath the microphone. <laughs> no, I don't
4: know how to tie this stuff anyway. I'll just drink the Tito's later on. Rob, and you got to tie
10: it
11: for him. <laughs> I'll just add it to my list you know, of things. Tito, I do as for the great
4: Caleb, our intern, the Caleb Matumbo says on the Twitch stream mm-hmm. Tito's day is any day that ends in a Y, Harry. That's true. Exactly right, young man. And that's a young man who's Oh, lit- there's a
7: note in here. Too. Oh, there's a, note. Yeah, there's a note. Hang
4: on, before we get to baseball, yeah. Major League Baseball. Tony, Harry, Robin, here's the three Tito's bandages that I got through eBay. Have a fun day. So he, he actually had to buy these through eBay even though he works for the Pennsylvania State Liquor Control Board System. I didn't know that. I guess they don't get these in the stores as employees. Wow! So these are specially purchased online from the Tito Shop. Not the Tony Bruno Shop, which you can get to and get all the quality product in there, at TonyBrunoShow.com, and goes look in the shop, new T-shirts, all kinds of great stuff. So anyway, let's get it back. How's this? I there like you it, go.
11: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I even folded it correctly so you can see Tito's on it.
4: Right. Yes, I like to see other stuff besides Tito's on there when a woman's <laughs> win. Anyway, let's get it back to baseball, Harry, because I think we're all starting to feel the same way. We like baseball. We want baseball. Baseball, to me, every story that you read now even the teams, the players, everybody thinks that that 57-page, 67-page 67 67, list yeah. is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of my great friends and a guy who really loves baseball is one Christopher Russo of Mad Dog Radio on Sirius XM, his own channel up there. Well, yeah, and he also does the High Heat, high heat show on MLB yeah. Network, so right? his job is also he does a show on the MLB Network. Right. And so you would think that he would be under explicit orders. Without the written consent of Major League Baseball, would he be allowed to even criticize since he works on the MLB network? But Chris is so respected and such a great guy, and he knows his baseball, that he finally said enough is enough on yesterday's show, and we have the tirade where he basically rips MLB a new bongholio. Let's go to the tape.
14: How do we hear another word now from the Player Association? Uh, What a disgrace. They knew right from the get-go that the letter and the exchange and the agreement that was made in March regarding the whole thing and the 50-50 revenue split, that they knew that it would have to be renegotiated and changed if there was a, uh, a situation. And in late March, who knew that there would be no fans at the ballpark? One more time. I reminded him of Rob's comments at the outset that playing in empty stadiums did not work for us economically. But I said, for example, that we might be willing to have a conversation about playing some limited number of games in empty stadiums. If players agreed to reduce their daily salaries for those games. So we're off this now. This 50-50 revenue split is finished. I don't want to hear another word. It is absolutely, I don't want to hear another player moaning groan. I don't want to hear Clayton Kershaw and Dan Patrick. I don't want to hear uh, Ian Snell or Blake Snell, whatever his name is down there. I don't want to hear Bryce Harper. I don't want to hear Boris. I don't want to hear another word. The union knew that if they were going to play games in an empty stadium, they knew that they were going to have to take a price reduction. They knew it. So all of them can go to hell. Go to hell. That's garbage. And I got Tony Clark telling the whole world how dare Manfred try to jam a salary cap bias through the revenue spy during a global pandemic when they asked for confirmation in the original agreement what this all meant, and the, pl- and the commissioner's office gave them, and they said, yeah, that's what we thought. Thanks a lot. And now since then, they made a big stink about the 50-50 thing. Go to hell. All of you. Go to hell.
10: Give
4: them wow. a win, dog. Yes, sir. Give them a win, dog. Ian Snell, Blake Snell, whatever his name is. You know, I I mess up Blake Snell's name, too. Well, that's why we just call him Snell Bra. Snell Bra. It's much easier that way, Chris. Christopher Russo, ladies and gentlemen. How great is that?
7: Yeah, there's also, and maybe this is probably what he was referring to, there was apparently an email, a smoking gun email. Oh, I love those. That was back on uh, March 26th where the MLB and the MLB Players Association basically acknowledging that a new negotiation would be needed if they Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to have fans. And the MLB Players Association kind of said, yeah, we're aware of that. So this collusion
4: again, Harry? (laughs) Is this collusion between the owners and the players (laughs) 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 to keep Colin Kaepernick out of Major League Baseball? I love that. You know what? That's what I love. That's why I love being able to do this. And I love the fact that Chris Russo is another legendary guy in this business who people listen to and respect. And Major League Baseball respects his opinion. You know why? Because they all have heard that now. Tony Clark, Rob Manfred. He's not taking sides. He wants baseball back. Well, he wants baseball back. And that's what most people do. But baseball of all the sports, Harry, you know, when hockey and the NBA look like they're going to probably be playing their sports and finishing up their seasons and having an actual ending, And deciding championships and Stanley Cups, baseball at best, if they get all this crap out of the way, Mm -hmm. will play a half of a season where everybody will bitch about. Oh, it's only a half season. There should be that. You know, we'll hear all that anyway. As much as these people claim that they love baseball, they can't live without baseball. They need baseball. And they come back, and if there's no fans and people can't make money serving beer and doing what they do to maintain their living, the people will care very little about Major League Baseball players making their living, sooner or
7: later. That's true, but let's just try to be fair. If this virus had hit later, in other words, near the end of the baseball season, before the playoffs, and before the NBA and the NHL were getting ready to start, don't you think baseball would have been sort of like the NBA is now, wanting to get back as soon as just oh, to get absolutely. the playoffs? The timing of this kind of is is tougher for baseball.
4: No, I, I agree. It's not their fault. Right. But they knew they had a spring training, Harry. Right. That's when this all came down. But they also had a lot of time. I'm not saying they should rush back. So don't, don't put me in that category, people out there. You know, like yesterday, we were arguing about you can't play baseball on the 4th of July just because the president wants it argument. Everybody wants baseball on the Fourth of July because baseball is the Fourth of July. Right, right. It's Americana, and yeah. so is the stupid hot dog eating contest. Yeah. People want that back. Is Joey Chestnut going to not get a chance to defend his title? Well, I think they could have it,
7: but there's not going to be a half a million people in, at Coney Island as long as it's televised on
4: ESPN and those guys are retching up all over uh, like everybody else will be on the Fourth of July. When I've never watched it. He's a friend of the show, too, Joe Chestnut. Well, I respect his ability, but I that's just can't, talent. Uh, That's talent right there. Jeez. But the bottom line is this. I Honestly, want baseball back. Honestly, it makes
7: sink thinking about
11: that's eating that saying. much food.
4: I like hot dogs. Really? You yeah. know, I don't want to Now, you don't put ketchup on, on them, do you? No ketchup, no. That's right. That's, no. Any that's that the, food. Like, Robin puts ketchup. That's why I can't believe I'm still with her. Man. Uh. She puts ketchup and mayonnaise on a hot dog. Well, I've put mayonnaise on a hot. No, dog. No, you can't put mayonnaise on a it. hot dog. Because
11: mayonnaise I've tastes done good it. on everything. <laughs>
4: you just hate mayo, man. <laughs> no, I love mayo. Not OJ mayo, of course.
11: You know what the difference is? If you tell him it's aioli, he's all over. Oh, yeah? no, I yeah. love. I love.
4: It's nice. You get a couple pieces of toast in the uh, toaster. Mm-hmm. Pull it out. Then you get that nice big dollop of, of mayo. Mm-hmm. You slide that baby on there, nice and thick. Talking about a BLT? Yeah. here? Yeah. And you put the lettuce and the tomato yeah. and the bacon. I, slow, I throw a slice of cheese on top, too. Wow. you got a slice, maybe provolone you or, you can put cheese on or gouda. Yeah. I can put cheese on anything. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm just saying? <laughs> you put spicy brown or just regular yellow mustard no, I like on it? I like the spicy brown. Uh, me, too. Yeah. I, I dated a chick yeah. once named Spicy Brown. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was hot. <laughs> you never go back, Harry.
11: Harry and I <laughs> seem to be way more in sync over here. Uh, on the
4: food, Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's the baseball story. I like, I have my, like my I don't, you know, somebody got me this shirt and they made these. It's the Phillies logo uh, when they collapsed a couple of years ago. Actually, they've been, they've been sucking for a while. Mm-hmm. And it says pissed in the Phillies font. Yeah. And I think a lot of Phillies fans and fans all over the country are feeling pissed because they're not taking sides. They want the players to go back. But as we've been saying, the fans will blame the players. Sure. Right? They will. Yeah. Because they are because... the ones who have to make the decision. The owners, obviously went out there and said, hey, we want to go back. And, and nobody cares that the owners are going to lose money or how much money they're going to make. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about that except the owners, right? Right. The owners know they're going to make money without fans because they got the TV contract money guaranteed. It's if they
7: billionaires play. arguing with millionaires, and exactly. people hate that. And, and I ha-
4: get it. I get I
12: hate
7: that. both sides yeah. in that argument. You know what I'm saying? Did you notice that the pissed, the D in pissed, is actually the upside-down P in yes. the same this line? Is the, yes. is the, ar- the, no. the artist is. It's pretty did. good. He's- it really is.
11: Our fabulous uh, T-shirt designer, um, he suggested that we used I Am Pissed Off Signature Harry. With the Phillies P. With the Phillies, that lo- that same kind That's of... That's
4: a script, though. That's not a registered... You can't script. use Phillies. Now, like, this is technically the Phillies logo. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody's been sued, but if there's lawsuits pending over this shirt that was made a few years ago, I have nothing to do with it. No. I'm just a guy that bought it out of the trunk of a guy who was driving by. With a city of Philadelphia official business tr- car. So I figured maybe the mayor was trying to make a couple of extra bucks for his campaign to run for mayor for, for re-election, which they just had last year. I'm just trying to help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's the latest. and Because people are pissed off, Harry. And you've said it. You've made that saying back again. You brought that back again. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> No, i am cool with that. Yeah. yeah. With that script. Wouldn't yeah, that be good? Absolutely. I think as long as Tom Brady doesn't send bombo. us a cease and a desist order. That would be great publicity for the show, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, now, meanwhile, would. speaking of baseball, Gabe Kapley, you remember him? Yes. Former Philly manager. And now San Francisco Gigante, or Gigante, depending on where you're from. The skipper, he was talking about the, the rules to every manager, every player that's been interviewed. Has talked about the 67-page report. Everybody thinks it's stupid because it's impossible to do. Everybody, even Gabe Kapler, says, "quote It would be a tremendous challenge, Harry, for players to stop spitting." <laughs> And he's right. That's the number yeah. one thing. Even Rob Dibble was on yeah,
7: and it's, the other day. It's not just tobacco. Like, no. It's just, you know, they put, you know, sunflower, sunflower seeds. seeds.
4: You see these guys in the dugout between innings, and they're spitting it all over the place, and it's dropping, and then some poor slob kid has to come over there and clean and it cl- up. Sweep it up. When all the stuff in their mouth and all the germs. There's certain things like
11: that that it be- just becomes a behavior. It's not exactly. It's just a classic. hand-to-mouth yeah. habit, I think, yeah. is yeah. what it yeah. really
4: is. Exactly. Yeah. I
11: mean, it's like I, I've, I'm addicted to chapstick, and— I find myself constantly rubbing my lips together.
4: Mm-hmm.
11: It's do ha- don't know if I could ever stop doing that.
4: I could. It's like smoking, you know. Smoking. A lot of people so you want to have that to cigarette in your hand. Yeah. But you become addicted to nicotine. Right. And so that's how I did it. I didn't wasn't a, I didn't want to have a cigarette in my hand.
7: So what did you do? Walk around with an unlit one and just because you didn't no I smoked I smoked
4: a lot when I smoked. No,
7: I'm saying when you tried to quit. When,
4: no, you? I just went cold. Oh, you no, did. actually I, I went to a hypnotist, Joe Conklin's wife at the time. I was hypnotized on live radio into wanting to stop. But first of all, you have to want to stop so smoking. So it was a bit. It was a bit, but I really wanted to stop smoking. So she hypnotized me, and I stopped smoking. And, and that you was really it. were and hypnotized. Absolutely. I was playing Biggie, by the way. By the way, I think it's, isn't it uh, Biggie's birthday today?
11: Tony, I'm surprised you were able to be hypnotized.
4: Yeah, I know. They
11: tried because, to do
7: that to me, and I.
11: Because it's all about, like, you do not like giving up control. That would be. Oh,
4: yeah, I'll give it up. <laughs> when, control, I'm out, well, yeah. when I'm out of control, <laughs> nobody gives it up easier than I do. Come on. <laughs> I don't even need anybody to spike my drinks for me to give it up.
11: It
7: is Biggie's birthday today.
4: That's good, what I thought, see? Good job. Give me a little hypnotize, Robin. I have it in my other system, but I don't have it on this. Can you pull up a little? You know who else's birthday it is today? It's a couple big birthdays. He well, would be 48 day. today. Wow. Yeah. Robin, can you find hypnotize? Born in 1972. Wow. How about not, that? not a gay Lord Perry spitter. He would still be allowed to because nobody saw it. He put Vaseline. He didn't really spit on the ball. No. See, a spit ball was an old thing before they put foreign substances on mm-hmm. it. it will put pine tar on I it. Mean, they, they could wet it a little bit, but that really stuff. is not going to move the ball. It has to be something that makes a one side tacky. of the ball. No, it makes it way a little different. You take the weight. Yeah. Uh. Now is this the explicit
11: version? No, right? I found the okay, non-explicit good. one.
5: <laughs> yeah.
11: Well, it says remastered. I'm, it doesn't say explicit behind we'll it, album. So hopefully it's okay.
4: Tito hypnotizes Harry every night. What are you talking about? No.
11: <laughs> Only on the weekends.
4: This is one of those songs, Harry. No matter where you are, if you're yeah. in your car, especially if you're in the club, right. you're walking down the street, somebody's riding by.
11: You are bouncing right at the beginning. Of
4: course, it's impossible to sit still during this show. Even if you're the paciest white Cracker, ginger, on the face of the earth with no soul, no rhythm, no anything. You bounce during this song. Yeah, huh? look at Harry's Seriously.
11: head. It's just, he's nodding in, in rhythm.
4: Seriously. I'm thinking about a Philly blunt. Yeah.
13: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
10: Uh-huh.
13: <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: this guy, yeah. this guy wore the Krause hats.
7: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He wore them, the uh, you know, the.
4: the uh, Where do you think Joe Krause got the uh, inspiration from? Yeah, but he turns his around. around. Yeah, I know. You I know. know. Yeah. he's got to try to be different. You know what I'm saying?
11: Krausey has the racing stripes on again today. <laughs>
10: <laughs> oh,
4: oh, that's his Masters guys. hat. Oh, the Harry's the- not wearing golf gear today, and Joe Krausey wears a Masters hat. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on around here? You have a golf shirt under there? It's
7: a shirt you can wear to play
4: golf No, i'm yeah. saying it's not like the different
7: club or anything. no it's a, it was a some sort of an event that oh I that's the one
4: played. that was the kickers versus uh, hackers versus cancer yeah yeah, charity yeah, tournament yeah we yeah. played it yeah. awesome but that is one of those rain that's one of those uh sub-zero things you're wearing on top where uh, you can play in the rain no not really this is just a, a light
7: uh little fleece
11: aren't People you are, hot
7: People are just like obsessed with what the
4: stuff that I wear. It's all about what you wear, Harry.
11: Yes. It is warm. It's very hot. hot. It's hot down here. You know where else it was hot? Where? In Russia or did you see the photograph of yes. that nurse? Yes. We
4: had that story yesterday. We didn't get We had it. We bunch didn't get to it. Yeah. The Russian nurse who was wearing her underwear mm-hmm. and then she had the see-through PPE on top of her. And you got to look at that picture. It's all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And in the back, there's an old dude sitting in a chair. You got to look at the, the look on his this. face. Here's the picture here. If you can see it, if you're watching us, Wait. it's also all over the place. It was in the New York Post. And uh, she's pretty hot. Uh, well, I mean, she's. But, you know, not rushing. all Russian chicks are hot. No, but. She's a little thick. The ones but, on the internet are.
7: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you're a nurse you with that kind thick? of a.
11: That is not thick. It's, uh,
7: she's a little thick. She's
11: not thick. What are you talking about? What? Thick doesn't mean fat. Thick
4: means that she doesn't have a real tiny little waist. Oh, you mean, like
11: okay, so she's not emaciated. Is yes, what saying. thick okay. is
4: good. Thick isn't okay. bad. Thick is T H I C C. That is not an insult. That is a compliment, Robin.
11: Anyway, this nurse um, is in Tula, Russia, mm-hmm. and she she wore nothing but underwear beneath a see-through protective suit, gloves, and goggles while working in the COVID nineteen ward because she said that. Any clothing underneath those, they don't breathe, and she was just way too hot. And she decided to put on lingerie underneath it rather than just regular underwear to make it a little bit more interesting for mm, the patients. Nice. And, and as you can see by the face <laughs> uh, of the older gentleman in the back, he yeah. completely agrees that yeah. this was a great idea.
7: <laughs> Why aren't we doing that in this country? It's like... Cancel that hydroxychloroquine <laughs> order. I want to stay and
15: watch this a little longer. I don't want to get better I don't want yet. to get out of here just That's yet.
4: That's the kind of Russian collusion I'm That's all right. for right there, Harry. Why the hell don't our nurses do that? They're dancing in the hallways because there's no patients in there because they can't let any real patients in. It's an outrage. <laughs> God bless. What's her name? Do we have her name, address, and um, phone number? And, um...
11: Let's see, what was her name? It just says A nurse. A nurse? Yeah. Uh, a, a,
4: any nurse will do it for me right now.
11: She And, and while there were reportedly no complaints from her patients. Yeah, no right, kidding.
7: Right. <laughs> People are dying to get into that war.
11: <laughs> now, did you know that, that her superiors punished her? Of
4: course. It's damn Ruskies. We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Sid Rosenberg's coming up later on. And Jason Whitlock will be on the program today. Stick around.
12: This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show.
2: Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show.
3: Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome.
4: So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh,
2: it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it
3: yourself. I think just
2: You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you?
9: My gut tells me
12: no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the SiriusXM app. We'd all like to get out
1: Something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American,
0: proudly Union. Well, relax. Let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? This is Mike Ferris. If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocky broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines.
12: Actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code Radio for twenty percent off. GhostSleeves.com discount code Radio. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code Radio. GhostSleeves.com discount code Radio.
4: Hey, this is Tony. Bruno, be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Thursday,
4: Thursday. We got our Tito's bandanas, but we're out of Tito's. Ed could have slipped a couple of fifths in there, at least. Oh, in the uh, in the package? Yeah. Now, you get your supplies from our good friend. Uh, Legally, correct. of course, you order it from the liquor control board, and then right. you go pick it up. Yes. And sometimes you get curbside delivery. I'm about uh, three-fifths of the way through it. Three fifths wow. of the way through what? A fifth or fifteen gallons? No, the five half gallons. Can they deliver fifty-five gallon drums and just put a spigot on that's it there and make need. it a lot easier? Yeah. you know how they have the big water jugs in, in a lot of people's apartments now. Yeah. With the little, yeah, that's what you need. Right. You need. It's not. That's like a five gallon. So how many handles would be one of those big five gallon water bottles ten. that people have? Ten. Ten. They're half ten. gallons
7: a piece. So you ten half gallons. That's good is math, five right gallons. there. See, it would take me a while. To, I would have to use both hands wow. to figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs>
11: That one was pretty simple, Tony. Yeah, (laughs) that was. (laughs) I mean, even I thought you you would be able to figure that one out, but now we're going to have
4: we're going to have a really developing situation tomorrow in the Situation Room, and Wolf Blitzer won't even be here. Tomorrow's Friday. It's the start of the Memorial Day weekend, Harry. Mm -hmm. And every Friday, it is a tradition, unlike any other here. Forget the Masters. We have to have our Friday cocktail hour. Correct. Correct.
11: And we are being joined tomorrow by somebody special who is going to be... In no, studio? Not in studio, but virtually, who also enjoys oh, yes cocktails.
4: Yes, So it's, it's
11: even more dire that we rectify this situation before tomorrow. He's
4: locked in here. He will be back. People have been clamoring for the return of the great Lenny Dykstra. Now, 520? Yes. yes. Beautiful. 520, Eastern time, yeah, or that would be uh, eleven. No, twelve twenty at night. Just if you're scoring at home on SB midnight. Nation Radio, you following me right now? <laughs> so Lenny Dykstra, what better way to start the weekend? And it's a real big weekend for Lenny, really big. Yes, and we'll tell very you why. Important. I'll be involved in a little special program on behalf of Lenny, not on yes. this one, oh, yeah? but on. An, I've been invited to be on another program okay. to commemorate this big moment in Major Lenny Dykstra's celebration, personal history. When are we announcing that? I'll announce it tomorrow when Lenny's okay. on. You think we're going to give it away here, Harry? You know how, the art of the tease. I'm just trying to keep track of what we're doing. You're going you're, you know? to start another uh, clock? No. Yeah, Put another <laughs> countdown to Lenny Dykstra being on in 25 hours and 20, 10, 40. That's what they do on all these TV channels now. Mm-hmm. Countdown to kickoff, well, no, it which a, is fine. It was countdown to something to the, last To the night. last dance. That's right. ESPN would have a
7: countdown yep. clock to episode 9 and 10 or whatever. Exactly. And they'd
4: start it on, like, Monday on Get Up.
7: <laughs> so you know believable. what I'd say?
4: If I woke up and saw that, go back to bed. I'd say get out, (laughs) and I'd turn that thing off. And God, I don't wake up for any of that stuff anymore, man. (sighs) Meanwhile, speaking of uh, the Last Dance, guess where they're going to have now, Harry? Guess what's next? We know that there are other programs, right? Right. You know, there's one with what's his face coming up this weekend, Tiger Slam. Not the Tiger Slam. I'm talking about the 30 for 30. Oh, you're talking about Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Bruce Lee's coming up. Bruce Lee. And guess who's going to be in the party, Harry? Now, people will rip him over this. You know, Tom Brady has his own production company called 199 Productions. He set it up last year while he was after the season with his final season with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And now ESPN and Tom Brady's production company are going to put together a nine-episode series in 2021. And guess what? The na- I could give you a thousand guesses, and you will never even come close to, to knowing the name of this particular docu series on Tom Brady's career, all the Super Bowl ring. I wonder. I guess they got to talk about like the Gate. of course, and all that other stuff, I think right? So, yeah. How about um, Spygate? Get to know the goat. No, you would think that's it. No, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. In fact, I think a song's already been done with similar lyrics. You remember this one, Harry? This is Michael Jackson. MJ. No, no, not not Michael Jordan. The other MJ. Who was bigger, Harry? Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No doubt. In a landslide.
11: Worldwide.
4: Absolutely. Listen, with all due respect to Michael Jordan, you don't think Michael Jackson had bad pizzas delivered to his place when he had the kids over for the weekend, did you? You think he ever got fooled?
11: tony bruno <laughs>
4: <laughs> do you think his monkey got tainted food when people would deliver it to remember he had neverland ranch, mon- ranch. that's great neverland oh, what was Ranch. The monkey's it's, up, name it's again? up near santa barbara
11: bozo yeah.
4: no 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 bozo was a clown no. is it bubbles? bubbles bubbles there you go thank I knew you Joe it started C. with a b and i love bubbles how can i not forget that That's good. bubbles
11: that's good bubbles knowledge yo and- and Bubbles this is, so monkeys. Michael
4: actually came up with the name and then Tom Brady stole it, just sort of like Biggie took the Herb Alpert and the T, a T Herb Alpert rise riff with the guitar in there for, this is going to be called, let's crank it up, Robin. The the Not the man in the mirror. The man in the arena is the name of the docuseries. Does that make any sense to no. you in any way, shape or form? No, all due respect? These people, ESPN, brilliant minds. Yeah you got Tom Brady's own production company. He also has other people like Gotham Chopra or Chopra production companies, the religion of sports, all these brilliant minds who did the Michael Jordan documentary, mm-hmm. Last Dance, and they sat around and they thought about this, and they came up with, I got an idea. Let's call it man in the arena who doesn't even play in an arena. He plays in a stadium. Yeah,
11: it doesn't make any sense. The last
4: sense. arena was the, where the Coliseum in Rome and... Good stuff didn't happen in there, Harry. Mm -hmm. They did for the spectators. But not not for the the participants. If you were on the
7: playing field in that one, you were
4: generally going to be dead. Exactly right. right. As a a human. Eventually. Seriously. Man in the arena? Who does that? Who has time? That doesn't make any sense. But who am I? I just give opinions. Let's go to the phones. We go to the official archivist of the Tony Bruno show. A man who has every tape of everything I made except the video collection, which I'll be releasing later. In a complimentary series on Columbia House Records. Let's go to Jim in Cheltenham. Jim, how are you, man? How am you doing, Tony? Beautiful, man. Beautiful.
16: Oh, I hope everything's safer
4: over there. It's safe unless I go outside. I feel safer in my home. I don't want to get lead poisoning if I go outside. I think lead poisoning is the biggest threat in the city of Philadelphia these days, if you know what I mean. We're all in this together, Jim.
7: Don't yes,
16: forget we are. that. Well, we got <laughs> Memorial Day weekend coming up. and 40 years ago this weekend, there was a major brawl between the Phillies and those Pittsburgh Pirates defending world champions.
4: Oh, man, I remember it like it was yesterday, 1980? man. 1980? Wow. 1980, that was the year of the Phillies' uh, World Series victory yeah. out at Veterans Stadium. And the Pirates were the defending champs Yes, at they were. Point, right? The We Are Family yeah. Pirates, remember? Yeah. Exactly. And your good
16: friend, Bert Blyburn, was on the mound for the Pirates. Yeah. The
4: great Bert. Be Home by 11, <laughs> as uh, Chris Berman gave him that great nickname, Burt, home by 11. Burt, by 11. Let's go to the tape.
16: And he knocked down two Phillies early in the game, and the Bars were leading 6-1 to in the seventh inning.
4: That's when men were men in baseball. They didn't just go out and stand around. They social distance now. They don't even need rules. Nobody fights in baseball. This was a baseball fight. you got to go back to 1980 for this. Roll the tape. And
16: team. Dallas Green brought his hitman in, Kevin Sochet, in the game. And the yeah. first batter up in the seventh inning was Bly Levin and all this, all this happened. And then, running from the bullpen came your good friend Irish Mike Ryan.
0: Oh, I love Irish Mike! The it late is
16: Rick. Andy Musser and the late Richie Ashburn.
4: Let's go to the tape, man.
10: How about
15: that? The
16: crowd's booing Blylevin. He low bridged a couple of the Phillies tonight.
17: Pitch on the way, and he is hit. And here goes Harvey out to, and Blylevin picks up the ball. He wanted to throw, and it. it's so And here they go. 11 and so Foshay get into it. Umpire Harvey dragging 11 away. And both benches erupt and we've got a melee on the field right now, but it looks mostly like shoving and tugging right now. Well, it looked that way and it looked like, uh, to all intents and purposes, this skirmish was over on the field. And then some players start joined and listen to this. Shea has hurt his leg. That's what's happened to him. They're, they're putting it up, and some of the pirates still want to go at him. Looks like Randy Lurch now in there. Randy Lurch. Oh, boy. There's Mike Ryan, and he's turned into a... Oh, I don't believe this fight. It's a regular riot on the field. There must be a half a dozen fights. Look at Mike Ryan.
4: Irish Mike. Ryan. Well, they
17: had a good one out there tonight. That was a
4: fracas, of Donnie Brook, a uh, Pier Six brawl. That was real baseball.
16: That's wow. before steroids, Sammy.
4: That was before steroids. That's when men were men, and just a couple of good Budweiser, Ballantine blasts would get the boys ready to go. <laughs> Great stuff, Jim. I Thanks, love that Jim. stuff. I want to go out and start kicking somebody's ass right now.
16: And for all the Phillies fans out there, tomorrow on MLB Network, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., it'll be all 1980 Phillies on. Oh, 12 God. hours of Phillies baseball on MLB Network tomorrow.
4: Thank you, Jim. Awesome stuff. Have a great weekend. Have a weekend. great weekend,
16: everybody. There
12: he is. Hand washing and constant (laughs) hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Welcome
5: to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year?
12: Dan Patrick. The Dan
5: Patrick
0: Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
12: Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. ForcefieldProducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial. Protection and it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code radio for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code radio forcefieldproducts.com discount code radio
5: welcome to the program this is the dan patrick show
9: maybe the question is and this is a little a little tongue-in-cheek whose career is in better shape right now cam newton's or Andy dalton cam wants to start right he may be unemployed in august Yes. By choice and not by choice.
5: Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured.
12: Dan Patrick. The
0: Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. The show
4: that answers questions and then questions answers. That's what it's all about. Tony Bruno Harry Mays inching closer and closer to the weekend. A lot of baseball chatter football and Harry last night where were you when the rains came not down in Africa but down in Darlington South Carolina. You watch anything I was watching
7: uh, season three episode
4: four of Bosch. Really. Harry? Yes. Really? Yeah. You know, that's on demand and you can watch that at I any know. time. Last night was the night I wanted to watch it. When you have the the boys out there, mm-hmm. when you have Denny Hamlin, who just won the Daytona five hundred, having to win a race that was basically red flagged because of an accident and then the rain and he won it. Sounds thrilling. It was good. <laughs> But then we had a flipping of the bird during that race. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. No, imagine that. Two NASCAR drivers flipping the bird (laughs) at one one another? Only one did it this time, Harry. (laughs) So Denny Hamlin, (laughs) and the best part about Denny Hamlin, not that he won in a Toyota with his Joe Gibbs racing teammate finishing second, but what happens is he made a face mask, and the face mask is his face. You talk about brilliant. Did you see this? So the bottom part of the mask, where you would put it on from the nose down, mm-hmm. he got somebody to make the mask so when he puts it on, it looks like his whole face is there, not that he's covered up.
7: Pretty brilliant. So I need to get one of those. Where where was he wearing this?
4: He was wearing it after the race in the interview. Oh, okay. Because okay. obviously they, they have to social distance. Yeah. So he gets out of his car after he wins the race. They stopped. There was 30 laps left. And then uh, there was a big mess up. And uh, Chase Elliott in that M&M's car. <laughs> Love that M&M's. Plain, peanut. So Chase Elliott was in the race, and then all of a sudden, while no one was watching, Kyle Bush was in second place. He gave his teammate uh, Danny Hamlin an unintended help shot there because he clipped Chase Elliott's car. Chase Elliott crashes, goes up against the wall. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Then he gets out of his car, Chase Elliott, knowing it's out, it's over for him. He finished second to last, and he waits on the apron for Danny Hamlin to come around again. And then he didn't give him the double flip salute. Uh-huh. He just went out there and gave him one, gave of those. one
7: big one. I think that's more effective. But no, than he the just double. kept it
4: up there. He didn't do one of these uh, emphatic multiple times. He didn't do the double flip bird salute. He just—you got to watch the video. It's phenomenal. He just holds his hand up like this. I
7: think that's more
4: effective. I agree. Yeah, I would do the peel it up though. But the car's gone by too He's fast. He's going so he fast. Say. Yeah, you got to make sure he sees it. He'd be in turn three before you got the finger up. <laughs> He'd be into the wall. He'd be down there on pit row. Not stopping. Yeah, and then lo- he get a violation. I'm looking at the mask. It's, you like pretty that mask? E- it's pretty effective. It really is. It looks awesome. Yeah. That's brilliant work right there. Now, it doesn't match his skin color, but it's, it's close. Yeah, man, those white Grayson guys all look the same anyway, and they all sound the same. I mean, does he have a tan? It's hard to get a tan with a helmet on and the... Uh, well, I know of- not during the
7: race.
11: <laughs> you know, we actually thought of that uh, a while ago. Heath, our designer, he um, we came up with an idea of putting both a Harry Mays mask... And a Tony Bruno goatee. Yes, yeah, so together. when you put it
4: on, that from the nose down, you look like us, Harry. I mean, what woman wouldn't want a guy <laughs> who looks like me? There so you we, go. we
11: we looked for it. Yeah, and you got the
4: teeth and everything. Yeah,
7: no, yeah. it's a brilliant yeah. mask. I
11: mean, we were going to get one with a Harry Mays smile with, with a the gap, gap and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole bit. And um, unfortunately, everywhere was sold out of the blank face masks. Hmm.
4: The ones from we're China. we're still working on it though. There's still plenty of from China, Harry. China. You know, it's it's really
7: a bad look. Is when the golfers take off their hat after they finish. Oh yeah, yeah. And they've got like their tan only goes to the top yeah. of their yeah, eyes, and never. then their forehead is white. As, I know. That's that's a bad it look. It is a bad. That look. is a bad
4: look. Yeah. That is bad. Now get out NASCAR. But that was a. Uh, I pulled the finger in fifth grade. I ended up in the principal's office. You're right, yeah. Dad. I mean, they when people to,
11: they need to use the tan through fabric so that they it need actually to call tams.
4: Donald Trump and get some of that orange stuff in there, <laughs> so you have that clean, deep, dark <laughs> orange tan. I have orange glow. If I'd like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start selling orange glow, out there and just put a Trump picture on it and then make a fortune because so many people (laughs) love the orange man, Harry. Because orange man is bad. Don't forget. Meanwhile, coming up this hour, Sid Rosenberg. Is he still pissed off? He's always pissed off. Is he still stuck in New York? Uh, yeah, he's stuck
7: in New York. Is he going to go to the beach and defy the I, mayor? I think so. I think he's been to the beach the last
4: couple weekends. Well, you know, he's always tan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, He, he, he doesn't have, when he takes his hat off, I don't even think he ever wears it. No, hat. he doesn't wear He's like hat. me. I rarely wear a hat, if ever. Yeah. But he doesn't, because if he took a hat off and he had that white thing, it's an ugly look. I yeah, agree. Yeah. He, he fake bakes.
11: Yeah, he, doesn't yeah. he have his own?
7: At his, oh, no. at his
4: gym, I think.
11: Yeah. yeah. He was he breaking special.
7: quarantine before it was cool. I know. And I
11: bet you anything, I, you, I, I'll i ask him if he actually takes uh, melanotan injections as well.
7: Melanotan?
11: Yes.
4: Isn't that the first lady?
11: No, melanotan is an injection. It's a <laughs> peptide that you can take that will increase your Now, is it by levels. prescription
4: only, or is it one of those dangerous drugs that people are peddling out there that can kill you?
11: bodybuilders use it all the Oh, longer. they do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah.
4: Then you know it's dangerous. Did George Hamilton <laughs> use
11: it? No, my my doctor prescribed it for me because I'm, like, whiter than white. I glow mm-hmm. in the dark. And it's da- It's even with a boatload of uh, suntan lotion or uh, with sunscreen. T- sunscreen on, it's still dangerous. It, my doctor recommended that I get a base tan. Well, I don't tan. Mm-hmm. And so she told me to try this melanotan that way, I can get at least a little bit of a base. Right? It's, it's, an, yeah, it's an injection, right? It's an injection. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever been. I'm an anti vaxxer when it life. comes to that stuff. I'm not
4: an anti vaxxer for stuff that I need. I ain't sticking no suntan stuff. That's like dra- That's like doing bleach. That's like injecting
11: bleach. No, it's it's now, a peptide. pep pepsi- I know. Peptide? I'm, pl- I'm
4: playing the. Uh, I'm playing yeah, the peptide. It's now, totally going I- I it to be pissed work. angry um, person.
11: I started taking it at. For a week before we went to the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. and I had to stay out in the sun for like a half hour at a time, not very much, and it started. to It's a to smart give me the baby. way,
4: you know, because if you're going to be out in the, in the Caribbean, right, you're on a boat.
11: Right. It's the first time I ever went on vacation where there was sun and I did not burn. Yeah! Wow! Yeah!
4: You know how that is. If you're whiter than white, even if you're an African American, you know, you have to put sun. I have a lot. Of, I knew a lot of African American women in California, and when we'd go to the beach. They put sunscreen yeah. on too. Their skin burns too, of you know. Of course. People don't realize that. But if you're really, really light-complected, it's bad. It means the sun's bad for you no matter who you are if there's too much of it. The UV is good for you, but Vitamin then it's bad D. for you if you're out there too long. So I always slather my head. And then Robin has to slather, but this stuff, but you have to get it by prescription. You can't buy it like it, uh, walk up to the counter and say, right? Right. right. Melanotan. Melanotan. Sort of like uh, melanotan with a tan. In it was
11: developed by um, Dr. Fauci. No, by Dr. Burks. Uh, University of Arizona students.
4: Mm. Really? Dr. Fine, no, Dr. Yeah. Howard? Dr. Fine? Awesome. Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Nobody's getting all of my really dumb.
11: We're just, we're it's just ignoring stages. you. We're ignoring you. We're getting them. <laughs> we're just ignoring you. There's a difference, Tony.
10: It's not that busy, man.
7: T- Tony it's doesn't want busy. me to be interested in your melanotan story. <laughs> no,
11: it's know, an interesting
4: story. I just don't like injecting things into my body that I don't know what they're going to do. Nobody's asking you to. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting it for the wife. Now, and I'm saying, when, if there's a vaccine, are you going to take the vaccine for the uh, coronavirus when they come out with it? It depends.
11: So is the Lima one, is she one that burns really easily as well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I could, by, by day three of any vacation, I'd be, even no matter what I did, I would burn.
10: Yeah.
4: Speaking of burn. Not Bernie Sanders, no. So we got the answer to the man in the arena thing during the break. A lot of our folks on the Twitch stream and and Twitter are saying it was actually on the wall at the University of Michigan in the big house in the stadium Mm -hmm. that Tom Brady saw. And it was a quote. From Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt quote. Yeah, it's a long quote. And ain't um, nobody got time for that. You it's know like a paragraph long, but the the part... Why can't it just say, play like a champion today? No, this, Notre Dame made it simple.
7: The second sentence goes, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. And, and it goes think, on and on. And you
4: think college students in a gym in an arena in Michigan, and the big house in Ann Arbor are going to stop and read that before they go down onto the field. At least at Notre—and I'm not a Notre Dame fan or a Michigan fan, so I'm being objective here. Yeah. At least when those strappers at Notre Dame slap that play-like-a-champion-today thing as they're when walking, they're walking down, down, down the steps, yeah. I mean, you know, that makes sense. Right. You slap that thing. Or you,
7: you, you rub Howard's rock at Clemson exactly coming down the hill. Exactly right.
4: Yeah. Just don't uh, grovel with Howard. Speaking of that, we will have an NFL player gets molested on an airplane up there. Mm-hmm. I had the story yesterday. he doesn't out of like time. it. I know.
11: No mile high club for
4: him. He wasn't down with it. I have an idea on that. We'll have that story for you exclusively on this program today. Plus a last night an igloo saved my life update coming up on this Thirsty Thursday, Harry. That's all still ahead. But joining us next, when we come back, the greatness that is, Sid Rosenberg, tan and tall and dark and lovely a man from Midtown Manhattan comes walking. And when he passes, each guy she passes goes (gasps) Exactly. That's Sid Rosenberg from New York City, baby! He's out of the quarantine! And he'll join us next right here. Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole gang having fun.
12: Actually, lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code Bruno for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno. That's G O Sleeves.com and enter discount code Bruno. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno.
13: Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas.
3: I played with MJ. Kobe played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah 6-1, dude, and will take over a game.
13: Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM
12: app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I Use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code radio.
6: There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno me, Show. Tony Bruno
4: and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to
2: know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel Two. 11 and the Sirius XM app.
9: Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace
12: radio
4: hey this is tony bruno be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m eastern on dan patrick radio sirius xm channel 211 and on the sirius xm app
8: welcome back to the tony bruno show with Harry mays on sirius xm 211 Ah, Tony and Harry, and we keep an eye
4: on the hot news, breaking news wire. We already gave you the Victoria's Secret closing 250 store update. Bad news for an upcoming Memorial Day weekend. If you want to get the honey that you've been basically stuck inside with, you're going to have to stay inside. But we have breaking news. Before we get to Sid, ladies and gentlemen, Harry, this is just over the high-speed Hollywood wire. Chris Pratt... The actor, the star of Guardians of the Galaxy, and so many other things has revealed exclusively that his son gasped in shock when he saw his dad inbox had over 35,000 unread emails after trying to sort things out. The son accidentally deleted the entire inbox of Chris Pratt's email, ladies and gentlemen. What are we going to do now?
11: Goodness gracious!
4: There you have
7: it. His son, what are you reading? Can his
4: son stop by my place? And <laughs> leave I all know, mine? <laughs> yeah, I want to. I'll pay yeah. his son. Right. The day that I decide I don't want to see any more emails, tweets, or anything else, I want him to come in and do like they do on Guardians of the Galaxy. He right. Can come in with Groot and all the uh, and the, the wrestling dude who's on there. What's his name? Uh, the guy who's the wrestler who's in yeah. all the movies. Bautista. Now. Yeah, That's Dave Bautista. Bautista. He's in everything now. He's been. Mm-hmm. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in a lot of movies. Let's go to a man, I believe he's been in movies. I think he was filmed in, uh, in a lot of the Central Park movies that I, were filmed I think there.
7: he's going to redo Escape from New York very yes. soon.
4: He will be the new Snake Plissken, <laughs> except he'll have a great tan, and he won't want to have a hat on. He wants to make sure everybody sees it. The great Sid Rosenberg, radio talk show extraordinaire, and a man who is sequestered and has not left his, not shaved, not showered, not even hit a tanning bed. Since his governor and his mayor have shut him in in New York City. Sid, how are you feeling and what is the latest, my friend?
3: Well, uh, nothing can be further from the truth. <laughs> I've got an August tan, to be honest with you. I am sporting a brand new, beautiful haircut. I've never been more ripped. My body is in perfect condition, working out seven days a week in my gym downstairs in my building and doing as many steroids as possible. <laughs> I look like, honestly, the rock, except my wife calls me the pebble. So, other than that, you've got everything else right. <laughs>
4: I just want to make sure we don't spread any fake news on this show. That's why I gave, you, I gave you the exact opposite of what I knew you were doing just to tell people that you are a complete violator. Now, have you heard from the mayor, Bill de Blasio, up there? Has he personally sent people to your place to shut you down?
3: <laughs> I wish I was that important. I have not heard from uh, Bill de Blasio nor my idiotic governor, Andrew Cuomo. But I can tell you there was a time there, Tony Harry where, of course, I was really the only one doing this, and Harry could attest to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the world is basically calling to reopen. The New York Post had a big front cover about it today. I've been doing this for basically two months. And now just about everybody I know is doing the same thing. They're outside. They're not wearing masks. They're not even really practicing social distancing. They're getting ready to go back to work. they I'm back at work already. So uh, the novelty of Sid Rosenberg has kind of worn off just a little. But I can say I was the first. And as you know, Tony... No one ever
4: forgets the first. You're exactly right. Right, Ari? I, mean, you, I can attest to that. And we, when we had you on, we had you yeah. on on our first day on our serious show, and you said that then, and a lot of people are going crazy now. There's still people out there who will hate you because you're, tell, you know, you're killing them. and you're, I, When I saw the people on the streets at the bars in New York, mm-hmm. and then the next day, the reaction, oh, my God, look at all the people.
3: They're killing, Sid.
4: What are
7: your weekend plans?
3: Well, uh, it's a big weekend coming up, uh, Harry. Mm-hmm. Only it's a three-day weekend. It's a Memorial Day weekend. So it just so happens my buddy Michael, who owns one of the most famous and legendary restaurants in the history of Brooklyn, New York. It's a place called Brennan and Carr. It's an unbelievable roast place on the corner of Nostrand Avenue and Avenue U. Anyway, he has a house on the beach in Breezy Point. And uh, we go every weekend now. It's, kind of, it's almost like my own summer house. He <laughs> gave me a key. So uh, we pack up the car, my wife, myself, and my two kids. And... We go to Breezy for two days and spend the two days on the beach. They've got a restaurant called Kennedy right there on the beach, which is open. They serve drinks outside, so people are actually able to sit on the beach and drink and buy drinks. You know, guys, it's such an unbelievable experience to do stuff today that we took for granted three months ago. I actually can't wait. I can't wait to spend $13 on a drink. Just so I know, I put my hand in my pocket. I took out money. I exchanged currency. Got myself something to drink. It just feels normal. It feels right. So I can't wait to waste 60 bucks on a couple of drinks at Kennedy's this weekend right there on the beach. Th- I just want to do things that I got used to three months ago.
7: $13 for a virgin drink?
3: No, it's got alcohol uh, in it.
7: Sid doesn't drink <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. They don't care. No, they don't.
4: You're right, though. Yeah. You, you can buy a soda or or an alcoholic drink, and it's the same price.
3: Yeah, usually. I mean, as soon as I buy <laughs> drinks for my wife, Danielle has a couple of drinks like that in the rest of the crew. So she needs I'll a couple a to deal Coke. with you. <laughs> wait a
4: minute. You're going to wait. Yeah. If you buy a $13 alcoholic beverage for your wife and you yeah. pull out a 20 do you expect change after all these people have been through out there working without a job or don't have a job?
3: Oh, come on. you pick your ass, Tony. I want five bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Three checking. Years, I, just, dollars, <laughs> and I want five bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the jokes, Rosenberg, Jewish, blah, blah, blah. You give a $7 tip on a $13 drink, you're not generous. You're
4: a moron. <laughs> now, come on, man. Do you realize these poor people in the, in the hospitality industry? You're going to a restaurant. The people that work in a restaurant are in the hospitality industry. They're the ones who are be getting screwed over by the Cuomos and the mayors and the wolves of the world who don't give a crap. Here in Pennsylvania, our governor had to buckle under and bow to the unions because they said, Hey, Wolfie, you're shutting everything down. We have restaurants, we're allowed to do takeout orders, but we make money selling booze. So then the governor all of a sudden puts down his glasses and says, Oh, okay, I'll let you sell booze too if you have a restaurant and you order food. And so that shows you wow. the power. The power Sid, is in. Sid, if you got power, you can get these stew nods like Wolf and Cuomo and, and that grease ball in New York. Booze.
11: They are allowed to sell pre mixed drinks.
8: Yes. So you drive
11: to a restaurant, you pick it up, and you get a mixed drink to and drive And nobody's going to have
4: that drink in their car, wait for the ice to melt it's, so that their vodka cran tastes like water. They're going to down that in the damn car. Are they not, Harry? I'll get mine with no ice, Tone. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just <laughs> to be safe. Right. And, and, and if you've got to drive a bunch of miles to get that drink, guys, you're not getting one. So you get yourself two or three, and they're all gone in the next five minutes when you leave the place. So your, uh, your moron, your governor, who has turned out to be one of the biggest creeps in the United States, is actually at that point not only encouraging, but almost guaranteeing Exactly. exactly. Well, here's the thing. You know, what's funny, but you know what's funny, guys? is Look, before this whole thing started, I knew the name of Andrew Cuomo. I'm in New York. Obviously, you guys knew Wolf. You were in yeah. Pennsylvania. But if you ask me, and I knew Gavin Newsom from California because I'm familiar with his ex-wife, Kimberly Guilfoyle. But if you ask me to, to mention the governors and the mayors in all these cities across America, Maybe I could do two or three. You know, I own a home in Florida, so I do my understandings. I never could have told you Tom Wolf's name. And what this thing has done, it has uh, made us all learned about all of the state's mayors, the uh, city mayors, I should say, and state's governors. And when I start ranking the worst in the United States, and I've got to pick my guy number one. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. Cuomo, but right there, side by side, is your guy in Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf. Oh. He's a real creep, a real creep.
4: He's a crumb creep coward. If Frank Rizzo were here today, he'd be right in his face saying, "You're a crumb creep coward, and you're a drunk." Because I, know, I can tell a drunk as soon the minute I a see lush, him. You're a lush. You're a lush. I know you're a lush by just looking at you.
3: You're a crumb bum. Crumb bum. It was funny actually. Actually, hearing uh, the governor of New Jersey, who's another guy that's a creepy. He's a little. He's not as bad as Cuomo or Wolf, but he's right there. He's very close. Bill Murphy. He actually brought up the Philadelphia 76ers yesterday. In his press conference, he was yeah. talking about, uh, he spoke to the Giants owner, the football Giants, and hopefully hopefully, get football back in New Jersey. And I didn't realize that the 76ers actually worked out in Camden, which of yeah. course is New Jersey, not Philadelphia. Uh, not Pennsylvania, I should say. So he actually did mention the governor of New Jersey, your Philadelphia 76ers, yesterday afternoon.
4: Yeah, because the Sixers, you know, when they were trying, the, the city of Philadelphia wouldn't give them any real estate to build a complex. So they said, screw you, we'll go to Camden on the waterfront, right across the river, so it's not that far. You can see the Sixers practice facility from the Philly side on the Delaware River. And so Camden said, yeah, we'll give you tax incentives. And, you know, rich owners like the Sixers owner, what are they going to say? No, let's overpay and pay ridiculous taxes and buy a piece of overpriced land in Philly where well, they're going to give it to us for free in New Jersey.
3: No, that makes sense. You're right. I, would, I mean, listen, Camden is a terrible place. Well, I haven't been there, so... Uh, you know, I've driven past it, but I just know that uh, the former Heisman Trophy Award winner, who actually played his first, his first taste of uh, pro football, with so the Pittsburgh Ballers of the USFL, the great Nebraska running back, Mike Rozier. Yes. Took a couple of bullets in the stomach walking around in Camden, New Jersey. That's what Camden's most famous for. Mike Rozier, Heisman Trophy Award winner, getting shot in the stomach. Hey, that majority. happens,
4: man. You know, you're just in the wrong place, wrong time. I mean, that kind of, that kind of stuff happens. Come on, <laughs> right. man. Don't go casting dispersions on uh, suburban Philadelphia, Sid. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Yeah. You, you don't think there's places in New York City where yeah. you can't walk around anymore? I can't even walk around in Little Italy anymore. First of all, there is no more Little Italy. There's like three stores okay, left. Ferraro's. <laughs> Ferraro's is the only place, and you got to pay $18 for a cannoli. Nah, that place is... I know the place you're talking about. It's,
3: it's not good either. The, it, the food in Little Italy is terrible. and I do the commercials for... Few of their places, but the truth is, if you like Italian food, the last place you want to go is Little Italy. And by the way, if you like Chinese food for the most part, the last place you want to go is Chinatown. Uh, but of course, right now it doesn't matter because both uh, Little Italy and Chinatown are shut down, so you can't eat anywhere at this point. But the funny part is, you know, you would think those two places. Would be so great those restaurants when it comes to that cuisine, and for the most part, they're both awful. They're just tourist traps, you know, guys. Just, exactly, and they, they lure you in. You spend eighty bucks, and then the dinner is kind of lousy. So I wouldn't recommend any place in, in Little Italy or Chinatown.
7: Hey Sid, what do you make of uh, the states California, New York, uh, this week? doing an about face first of all everything's going to be shut down in California and through the end of the summer LA shut down and then all of a sudden Newsom comes out this week and says we're welcoming you know pro sports uh, can open up in the state of California starting in June How yeah, does that I happen
3: I, mean, look, I don't know Cuomo said the same thing right. like you just said but both governors said that we welcome pro sports but uh, nothing is open I, I don't they don't even it doesn't matter what they say guys Well, what does it matter they welcome until Rob Manfred figures out the uh, the, the uh, owners of the union and uh, the union sit down and make a deal together, there's not going to be baseball anyway. You know, until uh, Adam Stover and his players figure out a way to get the NBA we started in July, there's no basketball anyway. Until Gary Bettman does it, the National Hockey League, it doesn't matter. And football doesn't start until September anyway. But the idea that uh, Gavin Newsom, who, uh, like you said, along with that psycho Eric City, uh, you remember his father Gil Garcetti? Yes, OJ, team? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, his son, Eric, is the mayor of Los Angeles. So that twosome, that two-some right there of uh, Newsome and Garcetti, they don't want to open anything. Same thing with Cuomo. So it's very nice that the governor, we found out that Andrew is a diehard Buffalo Bills fan, fantastic. It's very nice that the governors want sports, but if they don't, it doesn't matter what they want. It's up to the commissioners of the league to get the league going again. And the truth is, uh, when they do, there are no fans anyway. You know, there's no businesses open in and around these arenas and stadiums. So it's all very hollow. When Newsom and Cuomo talk about that, they're trying to gain some points with the citizens and the people inside their states. But the truth is they're full of it. They want to keep this lockdown going as long as possible. And it's very, very sad for the country. There are more people dying from this. That stupid virus.
4: Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And, and we're seeing the numbers every day. And, you know, and then people are saying, well, well, there's one state. Look, there's more more positive tests, because they're doing more testing. But the, are the people yeah, dying? Right. And I don't want to get into that discussion. And We've already had that a million times. You do, too. But you, but
3: know what, the- but I can, you know what I can't stand, But i got to tell you, like, I, I'm, walking by, I'm standing by the park right now, Riverside Park in New York, and a really attractive young lady just walked past me mm-hmm. with a carriage and a baby. She's wearing a mask. A gentleman just walked past me wearing a bed hat. He's wearing a mask. And these are relatively young people. They don't need to wear masks. It doesn't work outside. The heat and the humidity kill the virus, but they believe the local politicians and the idiotic local news, and they wear masks, and they, and they make sure they're 10 feet apart from everybody. Wait, is, that, that, a, to, is, that, wait,
4: is that a Dr. Tony Fauci impersonation?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he hasn't been right yet. He tells you one thing one day and the next thing another day. So for me, the saddest part of this is watching the sheep. People in America have become sheep. If your governor tells you to do something, if your local news tells you to do something, you do it, even though the science and the logic doesn't back it up. And that's why I've been the way I've been for two months. I'm glad I was that way. And I'm happy to see a lot of Americans now joining me in this fight against the nonsense that's been going out in this country now. Well, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait,
4: wait, Sid Rosenberg. Well, let me check back with me in 14 days, all right? And then tell me in 14 days about hey, Tony, all this bragging I've, about you going I've out.
3: Ragged, <laughs> I've had a bunch of 14 days in three months, haven't I? <laughs> haven't I had a bunch of 14 days uh, in three months?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God! For wait till fourteen. Did you see Governor DeSantis of Florida yesterday when some guy was asking him a question and he said, "You guys were telling me about well, fourteen. We'll see you fourteen days because everybody was rooting for people to die in Florida." And you know what? I saw the stat last week in the New York Times said that 81,000 people in the months combined months of March and April forwarded their mail address from their homes in New York. And when it took it down to Miami. So of all the people in New York have the virus, the most affected, Fed, They went to Miami. Shouldn't more Miami people be dead? And that was more than 14 days ago. That was three months ago.
3: Oh, that is such a great point. I'm so glad you said that. You're exactly right. I mean, i got my own relatives and friends who live in Boca, who live in Fort Lauderdale. They went down three months ago, and uh, they're fine. Look, Ron DeSantis did a tremendous job, unlike Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania or Andrew Cuomo here in New York, who shut the world down and continues to do that. This guy, you know, no old people died. Very few old people died in his community, unlike my governor, who killed, literally killed 6,000 elderly people by putting them back in nursing homes, knowing that uh, the COVID was there. Uh, That didn't make any sense at all. DeSantis has done a terrific job. and. You know, I've got a lot of friends and family in South Florida. Like I said, I still own a home in Boca Raton, and they're out. You know, they're working today. They're on the beach. They're at J.B.'s in Deerfield. They're at bagel stores in Boca Raton. Uh, they're at the gym on Glades Road right now in Boca Raton. They are living life. And, and people like him, Ron DeSantis, you're right. They wanted that guy to die. They want me to die. Guys, th- th- nothing would make these people happier. That loudmouth Sid Rosenberg, who has said from day one, this virus has been a huge overreaction, and it's all about politics. And it's really, it's really, uh, what's going on now is much more dangerous than the actual virus. These people want me to die. So they that like, to say, look, look at this idiot. This guy kept talking. Now look at him. But you know what? After, I'm getting stronger, tanner, better looking and younger every day. And in the end, I'm going to look at you right in your face and say, I told you so. I told you so.
7: Sid, I've lost 15 pounds and developed a short game during this whole thing.
3: I mean, it's, it's been unbelievable. <laughs> Harry, I, know, I knew you lost 15 pounds, but I had no idea you could putt now. Look at you! That's exactly you right. See, yeah,
4: it's good for you.
7: 60-degree wedges off of tight lies, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got to use the bounce, Sid. <laughs> oh my God!
4: <laughs> Just stay out of the subways. Have you been to the subway since the governor and uh, He's May- there every day. Sw- Scrub them down.
3: Did you, I, I, said, have not missed, I haven't missed one day on the subway, not one day. And, you know, when they started about uh, three weeks ago, they shut them down between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. in the morning for four hours. And really, they shut them down because they came to the realization, Tony and Harry, oh, my God, we've got a homeless problem. They're going to tell you they shut it down to clean it and clean off the virus. In the meantime, by the way, the CDC comes out yesterday and says, well, we're not really sure anymore that you can get the virus from surfaces. They actually said that yesterday. Yep. The real deal was, We've got a tremendous homeless problem in this city, and it's really dangerous, and it's disgusting. And they figured here's our chance to get these low-life, vagrant bums off the train, so we're going to clean them and kick them off. And the truth is, they should have been doing this for the last 20 years, for the last 10 years, since that idiot de Blanco was in charge. He gave, they know, his wife was in charge of the Thrive program here in New York, a billion-dollar project that went completely to waste all in an effort to to calm down the crazies. And all they had to do was do exactly what they're doing right now without using COVID-19 as an excuse. Get these bums off the subway, put them in some housing place somewhere, put them in a shelter somewhere, and now all of a sudden the trains are clean, there's no homeless, there's no crime. They're going to say it's all about COVID-19. Once again, nonsense.
4: And you know what they should do, what they did in San Francisco, put them up in, like, the Waldorf Astoria or the, in Marina del Rey yeah. in, in the great hotels.
11: <laughs> and pay for all their alcohol and drugs. Exactly, man.
3: Hey, doing, they, they are doing some of that here. I saw that story. That's right. They're actually giving them the methadone, and they're giving them, uh, uh, like, illicit drugs. They're doing the same thing here. They didn't put them up in a fancy place like the Waldorf Astoria, but they at the Pennsylvania Hotel, which is right across the street from Madison. I know exactly right? where it is. And what they're doing, guys, is they're putting homeless there, and this is even better. And this is where people like Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo are really, really uh, disgusting people. You know, this whole criminal bail reform and they're letting prisoners out of jail because they didn't do really all that bad or not because they make it the COVID-19. Like, what do I care for prisoners that get COVID-19? I hope they die in there. They're prisoners. They're bad people. But now, between letting out the prisoners and the homeless, they take hotels in the city and they give them to these people give them to these people so when this thing is over in a month or two uh, who's gonna want to go to these hotels right now we're housing homeless housing homeless
4: people and criminals that's all right they'll just spray it down a little bit you know get a little get the blue lights in there (laughs) (laughs) even a nice hotel you bring a blue light in there you think it smells nice or uv light or uv light yeah kill anything
3: you know what now that you mention i'm a big talker i used to when i was growing up oh my god even after that who am i kidding There's a couple of short-stay hotels, Tony and Harry, in New York. Queens has a couple. One is called the Q Motor Inn by St. John's University. Sheepshed Bay has the Windjammer. Brooklyn had a place called the Brooklyn Bridge. He knows all of them all
10: by
7: name.
3: I know them all. (laughs) Listen, guys, four hours, $52 that included the movies, and I was there almost every weekend. So you're right. Who am I to talk about the homeless and the criminals being at hotels? But I want to play, this quite frankly, that i 10 times worse. I couldn't wait to go. Wow.
4: Hey, wow. Louis wow. Seca and P.J. Carlissimo gave me a lot of references up there, brother. <laughs> 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 oh, Between funny, the man. Seton Hall and the St. John's connections, those guys knew the a thing or two about what was going on up there. You know what I mean?
3: Uh, Louis especially at St. John's forever. But certainly P.J. had that great one. I remember that well because my sister... I've got three sisters. I got two older sisters, and I got a baby sister who lives in Parkland, Florida, Elizabeth. Lizzie went to Michigan, and uh, she used to live with these uh, three you know, Jewish sluts. that were her, her housemates. And I banged every one of them, by the way. So I would go out to Michigan. <laughs> so, so, I out. so I would go to Ann Arbor and stay her apartment over the weekend, and we'd go to Charlie O's on campus, and I'd bang one I'd bang the other one. Uh, so I was there. I was there when Glenn Rice and Emil Robinson beat that P.J. seat seen the Hall basketball game to win the championship. Uh, that was a, a, a distant memory. Of course, their housemates, that's a fine memory.
10: <laughs> 1989,
4: that, that was, that's I Drake, think, man. Nobody could turn into banging his sister's roommates. <laughs> Jewish sluts, no less. Jewish sluts. <laughs> yeah.
13: What do you mean? I you saw mean? them. They, weren't
4: <laughs> they here in Philly a couple of weeks ago at the TLA before they shut it down, the Jewish sluts? <laughs> it wouldn't
3: surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. What do you mean, Tony? You're not going to get that same story from my like Stephen A. Smith or Wayne on <laughs> No, of course
4: No, not Listen, kidding. I I don't when it, when a slut's around, I don't discriminate against race, color, religion, <laughs> or anything. Sexual preference. If there's a slut around, it's just no, a way these to
7: differentiate are, no, no,
3: them. These, these, these are really clean cut, Tony and Harry. Clean cut. Uh, Jewish snobs. These are the real jobs. The Jewish American princesses. Mm-hmm. These, are the, these are the ones that you thought you had to buy like Cartier or take them to the fanciest restaurants or only stay at the Ritz. Well, my daddy bought me a Porsche when I was 16. These are these <laughs> types of girls. And let me tell you something. Three shots, you know, Let's go. Four Bull. hours.
4: <laughs> we have tape of one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey, Sid, what, what, did you, what did
7: you think of some of the baseball players coming out and, and basically whether well, they had the pitcher down in Tampa saying that he's not going to play unless he gets his full oh, money, you know, Bryce yeah, Harper, a couple of these other guys?
3: You're, you're, yeah, you're talking about Blake Snell. Yeah, my, yes. My dear friend Christopher Mad Dog Russo referred to as Ian Snell. I the know. We played, his
4: rat, we played his rant <laughs> on the show earlier. Well, I love Mad Dog. That was
3: for a oh, guy who worked bad. for
4: MLB Network, and he still doesn't care because, you know what, he's absolutely – nobody will disagree with that rant.
3: No, nobody will. They're not stalky. And I had the fortunate opportunity, you know, Tony and Harry to work. Uh, I right don't I hosted that show uh, a couple of years with Jody McDonald. You know, guy down in Philly. Mm-hmm. and met Joe Benigno, like Mike and the bad Dog, and had a chance to see Chris for five years every single day. And I really loved the guy. I really did. He was, he was the type of guy that'll grab your butt, and give you a high five, unlike Mike Francesa walking out of the studio. But his rant was brilliant yesterday. It wasn't so, I mean, if you're a baseball fan, we're all diehard baseball fans. Uh, Bryce Harper is not that far removed from starting a $300 million contract. He can certainly go a couple of months without getting paid. Hey, he's, guys play, guys hey, wait, he's playing play.
4: Fortnite on Twitch, man.
3: <laughs> Bro. Yeah, exactly. I know. Bro. I know. Bro. And you got, guys, you got guys here that couldn't play Fortnite on Twitch because they shut their lights off like a month ago because they can't pay for the electricity or food. The kids aren't eating. So when you see the billionaires, the owners, fighting with the billionaires, the players, and you've got... At this point now, guys, as you both know, just under 40 million people out of work in the United States. Baseball's got to be smarter. Manfred's got to jump in here because, at the very least, they just look bad. Now, look, look, Mm -hmm. don't give me the nonsense you're going to lose fans. Because history says that's not true. Right. After all the strikes, the fans came back. After we saw the video of Rice knocking out his girlfriend in an elevator, football fans still come back. They'll all come back eventually because we love our sports, but it looks really, really bad. If the NBA starts in July and the NHL restarts in July and football starts in September or October and these prima donnas in baseball don't play, we'll come back but it'll, the sport will never look the same. It'll be really, really bad PR for baseball. They've got to figure this out, these guys. Right now they look like the, a bigger enemy than COVID-19, to be
4: honest. No, you're absolutely right, and it's building each day because with all these stupid rules that they're throwing out there that even the players and managers say that there's no way they can do all this different stuff. And then if the NBA and the NHL start playing before baseball gets going this summer, they're really going to look bad. It's going to look worse. Rob Manfred, I don't know if he can survive this if this thing blows up and they don't have a season.
3: Well, uh... I, I think that's going to be the case. I really do. Going to my head right now, I just don't see it. I know that everybody's very up to are going to get baseball, but I don't see it. I think what you just said is going to happen. I think we'll get basketball and hockey before baseball. And that'll be really sad considering, you know, from the very beginning of this thing back in March, baseball contended all the way through. And I've seen Rob Manfred interviewed a million times, and I've interviewed myself, Brian Cashman, and Randy Levine from the Yankees a couple of times. They've always contended we're going to get baseball this year. Guys, we're going to get baseball this year. And if we didn't, we thought it was going to be because of the virus. We thought it was because the players couldn't get on the field at the same time, and if it turns out to be because of money. Because mm. of money in this day and age, with the country falling apart, Same on baseball. Doggy was one hundred percent right.
7: Yeah, especially when they're playing baseball halfway around the world in, in exactly. you know, countries that had the virus too. I mean, we, right. got, I mean
3: we got South we Korea. got Russians,
4: we got we got sex dolls in in <laughs> South Korean <laughs> soccer games, and we can't get baseball players to sit in the stands six feet apart. Come on.
11: Maybe if they had that sex is. dolls here, they'd sit in the stands. Yeah, you know
4: any sex doll manufacturers? Maybe if you promise the players <laughs> that since they can't be with their families, their wives, girlfriends, or either one of them, that we can give them sex dolls while they're sitting in the stands <laughs> in an empty stadium because the sex doll is not going to have. You don't know what the sex doll's been, but you know where the player well, has let, been.
3: Well, let's, let's, let, let's review that question again. <laughs> okay, all three of you. Tony, Harry, and the young lady, the beautiful lady. Uh, the question was, Pope Sister Rosenberg, do you know where you can get a sex doll? Okay, <laughs> let's, let's act as if you guys never met me before until this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I put a gun to your head and said, if you get this answer wrong, you're dead." Tony, do you think there's a chance that Sid Rosenberg knows where to get his sex doll?
4: Absolutely. right? It used to be 42nd Street when I worked in New York in the 80s. It was like a sex doll shop every 10 feet next to the well, electronics. Uh, there was either an electronics store or a sex shop. You remember those Here's days on news. 42nd between I, 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 Broadway and 8th?
3: I, I remember them well before Rudy Giuliani cleaned up the city. The good news is you would survive because you got the answer right.
7: Yes, exactly <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah, man.
3: He, he said, Baseball. I, I can help him with that.
11: Yes, you're not. This is Miss Robin. I believe all three of us would have survived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's
3: got, he's got <laughs> him in one well, of his what?
7: closets to next honest, to his I, Joseph Aboud suits.
3: I, yes, I actually think Miss Robin would have been the first. <laughs> to get it right because let me tell you something, Miss Robin. I forgot you. My uh, one time on the show when uh, you talked about uh, you compared me uh, to uh, who was the exact comparison again? But it was somebody who had lived about 100 lives. You, you made the point that seemingly I do everything wrong, and I, you know, drugs and drinking and stuff. Rolling Stones, and all these things. Keith Ri- Keith Richards, I, I said yeah. that there you were is. like
11: the Keith Richards of sports radio because you have put everything in your body. You're still here. So hey, no it's matter- his body,
4: his choice, Robert. Yes, right. but
11: my point is is that <laughs> it doesn't matter what comes your way. Like, I have no fear that anything's going to happen to you with COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's not that is not going to kill
3: you. <laughs> (laughs) Well, let me tell you, Ms. Robin, I I actually, I swear to God, I told more people about you and what you said there because, and a quick story here, guys, I was a horrible asthmatic when I was a kid. I had my first asthma attack when I was five weeks old. That was so bad. Theodore didn't work. I had to go right to the hospital to get adrenaline shots. In fact, I was suffering from an asthma attack. It was that bad for me. And the doctors uh, said to my mom and dad, they said, listen, this kid can never smoke. So I did about a pack and a half a day of parliaments. This kid can never do drugs. So I did cocaine for 32 years. This kid could never drink His hard as going to stop. So at the rehab, I went to rehab for alcoholism twice. So the point being, Miss Robin, that when they tell me not to do something or to do something, I'm going to go the other way. And at this point, I got 53 years of experience that says I'm right. They're wrong.
4: <laughs> and the crowd goes <laughs> wild
3: here, our simulated <laughs> crowd here.
7: <laughs> now. Now, if only he could have gone the other way on most of his football bets, he'd be in a much yeah, better yeah, state. Exactly right, man. Oh, yeah, I, I, did, I did leave that part
3: out. One of my friends <laughs> said to me, of my, you don't get a front-seated G.A. for picking them right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you
4: know what? you got to be bad at something every once in a while. you got to be wrong sometimes is what I should say, not bad at it, because you don't always pick losers. You pick it, that's, that's rolling the dice. Everything else you did, you knew you could beat. The great That's Sid right. Rosenberg. I put your hands together, everybody. Sextiles oh. in our in our basement studio here. <laughs> the wine cell. Even the Sextiles are standing
3: up at attention.
7: We got Sid today and Lenny Dykstra tomorrow. What a way to go into Memorial Day week. Doesn't Tony. get any better yeah. than this to start a weekend. Oh, Lenny
3: Dykstra, God, yeah. you know it's funny. I, I actually <laughs> saw his son not that long ago because his son. You guys know this. His son is married to a uh, Lynn Sigler who of course played Metal and Soprano. Oh yeah. And um, and I talked to him now, and because she's present with my friend boy from the housewife. So I did his son not that long ago and, and believe it or not, Lenny literally direct messaged me on Twitter maybe twenty minutes ago, talking about some some crime that's on about him, and wants to if I was a part of it, which yeah. I'm not. I'm going to be a part of it. I said
4: yes, Sid, and you should contact him. Man. You be a part of this. It's going to be a yeah, fun you'll thing. You'll like this one. We got to run. What I'll tell it? you after. I'll, I'll DM you. All right, I love you.
3: you. Okay, the great, Sid Rosen. Right, Sid. Ladies see and gentlemen, thank
0: you. Thank
4: you. <sighs> I'm worn out. Now. He wears you out. I was just going to say that.
0: <laughs> We're coming right back. <laughs>
8: This I love it. Is the Rich Eisen show?
2: Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen show.
15: Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years.
3: I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh,
4: overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself.
3: I think he'll play the world.
4: You think he will not end his career
9: as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My tells me
12: no. This is the Rich Eisen show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out.
1: something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that Made in the USA still means something. The Power Professionals of the IBEW, Proudly American,
0: Proudly Union. Well, relax, let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? This is Mike Harris. If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former all-stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocky broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines.
12: Actually, lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. That's GO Sleeves.com and enter discount code radio. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio.
4: Hey, this is Tony. Bruno, be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
4: Oh, yes. If you're just joining us, sorry we have not really delved into the Nick Foles, Carson Wentz debate that's raging around many parts of the area in which we live, Harry. What we have today so far, alcohol, lingerie, sex dials, and, and Sid Rosenberg. And Sid Rosenberg <laughs> and sports. And we mix in a little sports.
7: Right. We had Jim from Cheltenham with a, uh, the a throwback to 1980.
4: Brawl with the Pirates and the Phillies back on this date. We gave you NFL news. Tom Brady's got a new documentary. Yeah, called uh, The Man in the Arena. The Man in the Arena. In fact, when you read that, uh, that quote from Roosevelt, that was Teddy Roosevelt, right? Correct. It sounds like something that John Facenda would narrate mm-hmm. for NFL films. No about. doubt. All it needs is the to the, you listen to the words, you read the words. That's one of the things that has to be put to music. Sam Spence Orchestra. Exactly yeah. right. Still, though, when you have to explain what man in the arena means, you think the average Joe Schmoe who's watching these 30 for 30s I'm not saying everybody who watches him is dumb. It's, it's educational. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. But, again, I don't get it. Would you have named it man in the arena? Probably not, but, I mean, now that he
7: did and now that I know what it where it comes from, I'm interested to know a little bit more.
11: Yeah, why? But did, that's me. Why did that speech speak to him extra? Right, it, it, resonated, it, it resonated with him somewhere,
4: somehow. you know. Now, uh, David Conrad in Vegas S- says, uh, can TV show send Sid a brown bag to breathe into before he comes on the next time? Or send me more Tito's. Now,
10: we've
4: got a lot of the stories, Ari. And, uh, you know, we love Florida stories on the show. People always request them. Luckily, we have a Florida correspondent, Miss Robin, who's always scouring the bowels of the Internet, looking for the latest, greatest, juiciest, freshest cuts of Florida. And the best part about Florida stories is that you really don't have to look that hard for them. In fact, on each and every day, there are more Florida stories than can fit an entire three-hour show. So we go through, it's sort of like, you know, you go into the butcher shop or you go mm-hmm. into a supermarket. Now that, well, you, back when they had a lot of choices, you look at the steaks mm-hmm. and you say, do I want a porterhouse? You want a I different want... cut. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to sirloin. That's cheap stuff. I can go get that at one of those places in New York where they're cooking it in the windows. You'll see They still have those. You walk by and they're like the cheap steaks mm. and they're gristly and they got, you know, it's cheap cuts. Yeah. But it's a steak and it's cheap. So what we look for the choicest cuts. Right. Sort of like the. Like aged beef. Not just aged. Kobe beef. And there's another one like ragu, right? Isn't there another Wagyu. one? Wagu. 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 Not ragu. Yeah. Yeah. Not ragu. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's cheap as you- spaghetti cheap <laughs> sauce. <laughs> 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 that's spaghetti sauce. That if you brought that in somebody's Italian house, oh, they'd whack you over the head with a rolling pin. Get out. Get, get out. is out. actually right. <laughs> Are you serious right yeah, now? Wagyu beef. Wagyu yeah, yeah. You can't even find that. It's tough. I thought it was pretty tender. No, I mean, it's <laughs> tough to find.
10: <laughs> yeah.
7: Come on, yeah, But uh, aren't, there,
4: aren't there websites devoted to Florida stories? Yes, there's, oh, a yeah. Flor- there's a radio station in Florida called Florida Man Radio. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. The one thing about that station, they never run out of content. Yeah, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? You can have a sports station in Florida. What the hell are they talking about? About right. well, Tom Brady every day now, luckily. Because Tom Brady jerseys are like the top – in fact, every jersey that's that, – I don't know where people are getting money to buy jerseys now if they can't buy food mm-hmm. and they don't have a job, but they had the story yesterday that the top ten selling jerseys in the state of Florida – are all. No,
11: the top 10 selling jerseys in the country, anywhere are Florida jerseys now. Well, Tua
4: has to be one of them. Um, yes, but Brady, for example, it's not just Tom Brady's Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's, it's Tom Brady's yeah. this color jersey. Five Tom Brady's out of this jersey.
11: The top jersey. 10 are. Brady's Brady new, Brady's new oh, jerseys. Wow. And in of every, all the top
4: ten are a combination of Florida players. Right. Of all, of all players in the National Football League. Gronk
11: is on there now. Oh, yeah,
4: know. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you look at the players, too. Between Tua Gronk and Brady, yeah. and now, you know, when you buy somebody's jersey, you just don't get the jersey. you got to get the... This jersey and the retro jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Tom, alternate Brady, Tom mm-hmm. Brady will wear the throwback. The yep. creamsicle one. I, I guarantee love that. you, they bust out the Tom Brady creamsicle. Absolutely. It's a good look. Would you buy that? Art? Absolutely. The ladies really. I don't like buy the creamsicles. Then. Damn right. Hey, ladies. They'll the ladies. like it too. Hey, ladies. All right. Well, we got this other story, though the Florida story, Robin. Yes. And I think it's time for you to put on your Florida hat because this time it's a Florida man, but it's not a dumb Florida man story. We don't always look for the dumbest Florida people, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that look like they're on meth and stuff. Let's get to the last night, and igloo saved my life. We're going to title title this one, and we go to our correspondent, Miss Robin.
11: So let's go down to Pasco County, Florida, shall we?
4: I know Pasco. Been to many, many, many times right there by Tampa.
11: Now, two men were stranded in the Gulf of Mexico after their boat sank a couple of miles off of Hudson Beach. Have you oh, ever yeah. been down there? Oh, it's right yeah. right
7: near my mom's house, probably 15, 20 minutes away.
11: They were in a 16-and-a-half-foot uh, fishing boat, um, and after they'd finished fishing, they realized that there was a puddle starting, and they tried to bail it out, but it was too late. Boat was going down. Oh, the boat
7: was taking on water. Yeah, it was okay. it's not water one of
11: these cheap.
4: It's not one of these little crappy boats we're no. going out in the ocean. This was a this was a decent boat. Decent uh-huh. boat. You know, it wasn't. It, it wasn't crappy. It wasn't an aluminum boat. It was a fiberglass fishing boat, like a boat. Boston Whaler. Yeah, but it they, wasn't a Boston Whaler. They yeah. don't sink. I mean, Boston Whalers don't sink. You're not taking
11: you know. a crappy fishy boat two and a half off, miles off the coast. You you want something a little bit solid. But we don't know exactly what happened. But it went down. They realized it was going down. They did have life vests on, but they quickly. Uh, they say grab the cooler, grab the beer. Well, well there's luckily, it, some Tito's
4: yeah. in there. Yeah, well, you got. So you got to take when you're, when, you know, when you're a good fisherman. Yeah. Even if you're a bad fisherman, especially if you're a bad fisherman, you got to take the cooler full of beer, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys go out. Do we have video, Robin?
11: We have a little bit of video, um, but they. Oh. And uh, so the group, they,
4: they tried to call the Coast Guard. Yeah, they
11: they, they did try to call the Coast Guard, um, but uh, they couldn't get a good signal. They didn't know if anybody had heard them or not. So they put out a distress signal. There was another boat that heard the distress signal that was somewhat in the area. Mm-hmm. And so they started looking out. They knew that the guys had already, They were there was no way that the guys were still in a boat. No, so they, they were in the water. They were in the water, um, but the, about way in the distance they saw something white floating and they went towards the white guess what
4: it wasn't a cracker out there was it no
11: it was and you you came up with this one Tony it wasn't last night
4: you know what happened it wasn't a
11: DJ that saved their life Tony it was a cooler an igloo last night
4: an igloo saved my life in Tampa Bay, and it baby. really
11: did. If it hadn't been for that igloo, those they would not have been able to see those two guys.
4: And by the way, the guys that were out there mm. were not fishermen; they were just boaters with yeah. a cooler but full of booze. And here, you can,
11: can see here, right here on the Twitch stream, you can see that.
4: And the videos on News Channel Eight down there, the finest right. locally produced broadcast in the Tampa Bay area. That doesn't look like a
7: Yeti a Yeti One Ten no. iced down with some silver bullets.
4: No, these, bro- these bros, these bros were just out there drinking. Not fishing. Luckily, the fishermen were out there. See, it's center console. It's not a crappy boat. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, the fishermen had to go out there and fish their butts out.
11: But it was uh, last
4: night. That's a cheap cooler. That looks like
11: a. Yeah, that's not a Yeti That's
4: a like Yeti thirty dollar like igloo at the Kmart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, whatever Walmart.
11: works. And so they a, luckily they see their beer cooler was a beacon of hope for them. Look at that
4: baby floating out there. It looked like a coffin. Those Yeti one
7: tens are five hundred bucks.
4: I know they are. Yeah. Nah, a couple of nods aren't taking a Yeti out in the boat when they're when they're drinking. They weren't fishing. They were rescued by fisherman, yeah. Harry. What up, Coleman?
11: This is why you always drink beer. Bring beer with you wherever you go. You save your life.
4: Or at least bring a bring a cooler. You gotta bring a cooler, Harry. If you're on a boat without a cooler, you are a rank amateur. Yeah, you're not really on a boat. Uh-uh. You know what happens? You come,
10: you come to town. You should get your behind kicked.
4: Exactly right. (laughs) Those guys luckily were saved. Good. There's a lot of boats out there. They were socially distancing, at least, though, from the rest of the boats. In the meantime, coming up, Harry, Jason Whitlock from Fox Sports One. We'll get him. He's got a lot of strong opinions, too, Harry, and that's what we love on the show. That's coming up. Stick around.
12: Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code bruno for 10 percent off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno
5: Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan
0: Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app.
12: washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection, and it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code radio for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code radio forcefieldproducts.com discount code radio
5: welcome to the program this is the dan patrick
9: show maybe the question is and this is a little a little tongue-in-cheek whose career is in better shape right now cam newton's or Andy dalton cam wants to start right he may be unemployed in august Yes. By choice and not by
5: choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured.
0: Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
4: Ah, thanks for joining us. You just are. A lot of reaction to our last night in Igloo Saved My Life story down in Florida. A couple guys on a boat with a cooler. It wasn't a really expensive one, Ari, but it doesn't matter. Whatever floats your boat, as people are responding to the story, yes, and you wash your troubles down the drain when you go out there. The cheaper the cooler. It doesn't matter. It saves your life, Harry. It was taste. It tasted great. It was less drowning too. I think that mm-hmm. it was the motto those guys had when they got back in the water. <laughs> but anyway, that was a Tampa Bay update without Tom Brady even mentioned once in it, Harry. That's pretty hard to do these days. Can you talk about Tampa Bay and not bring up Tom Brady right now? No, you, you really can't. I mean, you know, I'm efforting
7: Bruce Arians. He's he's been tough yeah. Where to the get hell's on, he? been? Yeah. is he out fishing now? I don't know. He's he's. Uh...
11: It's not my style. He's ghosting Bruce, me right now. Is he ghosting you? Yeah, he's you? ghosting me. Uh, well, we're having a couple people do that, which is. Well, unlikely. Bruce Arians is a Temple guy.
4: He Harry did games with him. I went to Temple. Harry went to Temple. Mm-hmm. I covered Bruce Arians at Temple. I've interviewed him a million times.
11: On the famous Temple that- graduates, you both are on there. And exactly.
7: he, and he's featured in Caliendo's uh, latest video. Remember the viral video?
4: Absolutely. Does it, he does a great and and. And we have a guy who probably wears more Kangol hats hats than Bruce Arians, Joe Krause. That's true. The the connections are endless here. It's like the six degrees of separation from Bruce Arians. (laughs) But Jason Whitlock's going to join us. Does that great show with Marcellus Wiley, another guy I work with. Speak for yourself as the show. I am. I'm speaking for both of these guys. No, they'll speak for themselves. Jason Whitlock. What do Jason Whitlock, Marcellus Wiley, and I all have in common, Robin? Let's see if you can get this one now. Uh, bald? Yeah. Well, well, that's a good one, too, yes. <laughs> so We've all shaved our heads. One. I need to get the uh, the music I have. Um, you
11: attended the uh, BSM Summit?
4: Well, that's different, yeah. Whitlock went to Ball State. It has nothing to do with college, right? Harry.
10: Um.
4: <laughs> hmm. See if you can guess the answer here. Worked for Fox? That is part of the correct answer. Okay. Well,
11: Worked for every single station? <laughs>
4: no, no, that's not. I right. That's not every true. Network? It's close, but not true. I don't
7: know. I'm out of options.
4: Yeah. We both work for both ESPN and Fox. Oh, okay. There's the correct answer, Harry. Sorry, you're not in the showcase showdown today. That is bad <laughs> knowledge. Wow. Sorry.
11: No fault, Walt, on the Twitch said the best answer yet, <laughs> which I'm not going to say. A
4: large penis?
11: That's what he did say.
4: Not the Detachable Penis, which is a great song that Robin has played on the show many, many times. Even Joe C. knows that song. You remember that one, Joe?
11: Detached. That's an actual song? That
4: must have been played on the podcast because I have not heard that song. No, it was played
7: on the radio. Back
18: no, in the I, can't, I can't think of the artist, but yeah. Robin
4: actually found it one night. I don't know how it came up, like most of the stuff on the how show. How did it come up just now? It was No, because I was thinking, because somebody said... Penis on the on <laughs> the the, uh,
11: the song is called Detachable Penis by King Missile.
4: King Missile, not King Harvest, who did Dancing in the Moonlight. That's a great song. Yes, this is it. This is if you were, if you want to download this this weekend for your self quarantine, you want the kids to sit around, you can say, "Yeah, Mom, now, remember that song?"
11: I, I did not know about the song. <laughs> Speaking of kids, my children were, when they were in elementary school, this was a big deal. Really? And they were the ones that pointed it out to me. They knew every single word. I'm so proud of them.
18: I woke up this morning with a bad hangover
13: And my penis was missing again
7: This sounds like the Something's guy from Cake, the like the way they it's do electrical. songs.
4: <laughs> you sort of just talk it.
13: Yes. Right? This is yeah. deep,
4: though. This, song is, this, song, this song, song is very deep,
13: Yeah. Or I can rinse it out when I don't need it now and then I go to a party
4: I think they play this drunk, at yeah, the Korean I soccer games
13: uh, Joe
11: Remember quill says he he, he, he heard about this from Beavis First and Butthead which oh, you really you know, yeah I obviously so okay. I called
17: up the place where the party was they hadn't seen it either I
4: what's the name of this group now
11: King missile <laughs> reason, I,
4: I think sometimes. I get the idea
11: yeah
10: time.
4: I got it too. Enough of that I, I this did not make the rock block uh, workforce block today on local uh, hard rock. Well, they don't call well, it hard rock anymore. Yeah, what,
7: what would they do? They'd be like the Memorial Day 500 or something. Exactly right. classic rock.
4: Let's go to our man, Joe C., who has engineered and, and been a part of many of those you know, top 500 rock classics of all time weekend programming That would be more
18: of a deep cut weekend, I feel, sort oh, yeah? of thing. Deep, be, deep cuts? Yeah, when they do the... Uh... <laughs> so you
4: bring Earl Bailey
10: in for a
7: couple of <laughs> yeah. shifts? And... but I
18: feel it would be that where they, you know, have the... Love you know, Earl songs, Bailey. I do, too. The songs they normally don't play that, you know, they'll do for a weekend. Uh-huh. Or they usually only play them between midnight and, say, 5 a.m. Right.
4: See, why, why is it that these old... Now, listen, I love all kinds of music. But why is it that old these stations now on, on radio, when they've got decades... I mean, thousands and thousands of songs to choose from. Still play like the same hundred and fifty songs all the time. You
18: know, it's good. They test well. Yeah,
4: that's uh, yeah, so testing, man. Give me play some fresh hits.
18: Give me some yeah, fresh jam so, now. Because I've had people try to argue with me at events <laughs> about why we don't play more stuff, and it's like one. I have no choice over any right. of that. If you <laughs> you're can, not the programmer, you have access right. to me. Therefore, I have no power over anything. But like, I've had so a kid to try to like you know rile me up, and I agreed with them, and it pissed him off. I'm like. I get it. You're sick of the songs, like. But if it gets the ratings that they want, they're going to do it that way. Right. So, so that's
4: why we got to play songs like uh, "Detachable
18: Penis,"
7: yeah, right.
4: So that people get the best variety of hits from the '70s,
7: '80s, '90s, and today. And that's why in mid-May, when there's nothing going on, you got to go Wentz and Foles exactly because that's playing right. the hits.
4: I guarantee you more people will be interested in discussing that classic from back in the – had to be 70s, right, Robin?
11: Uh, no. No, no, no. 80s? 80s? No, if mean, it's, it's Beavis 90s. and
4: Butthead, it's 90s. Yeah, it's 90s. 90s? Was it yeah, that fresh? Probably. Yeah. It'll be on fresh cuts, fresh deep cuts this weekend on a radio station near you. See, now, if you've if you got to you get it back to the Eagles, Tony, Yeah.
7: rather than Wentz and Foles, wouldn't today have been more topical to discuss what veteran running back – out of the three that they're allegedly looking at, you would want no. in an Eagles uniform? The I got Sean some... McCoy is one of them. Yeah, he's out pimping
4: himself all over right. the place. Carlos Hyde or Devontae Freeman. No, I don't care about that. The bigger story today, if you want to take keep it to the Eagles, did you see who addressed the Eagles today on one of those virtual jam sessions? You had Doug Peterson, the coach. Okay. You had Brandon Graham, Super Bowl hero. Mm-hmm. And you had... If I gave you a 100 guesses on who the special guest was on today's session. A musical artist? No. No. A basketball coach addressed the Eagles today and was spitting great knowledge to them. Do you know who that was? Um, well, it's too easy to say Jay Wright. It was not Jay Wright. All right. Jay Wright would be too logical. They'll wait for yeah, Jay right. for the season so he can come out and motivate the guys and tell them, you know, about two national championships. And the Eagles have a Super Bowl. and Brandon Graham was important. Would I can't it, believe you didn't would see this. Would it be Phil end. Jackson? Phil of, Jackson really? is the correct answer. Is that answer. correct?
7: Yes. Wow, because I'm thinking last dance, and he's because very topical right let's now.
4: Let's be honest right now. Yeah. If you're the Eagles or any NFL team. Who are you going to bring in to motivate a couple of guys on a Zoom session to talk about the NFL. Well, Phil Jackson. <laughs> I mean, you listen, figure. he's a,
7: He's one of the all-time greats. Right, but you've got to figure a lot of these guys watched The Last Dance, so it's kind of fresh. Many might not have paid attention to Phil Jackson when they were kids, but now they know you know, The Last Dance. I think it would be pretty cool.
4: No, listen, I love Phil Jackson. I used to talk to him all the time in L.A. He's an interesting cat. He isn't? really is. Yeah. He really is. You talk about next level. Right. This guy reads, like, weird stuff. Oh, yeah, like philosophy and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy is really
7: nuanced who would like you say see? is more interesting to talk to
4: bill walton or phil jackson because they're both very yeah. similar in that way well you know if i'm going to talk to bill walton i'm going to probably i'm sure phil partakes too you know what i'm saying yeah the zen master man i actually bought my first little uh, zen garden when mm-hmm. i lived in marina del rey because of phil jackson you know the one where you have the sand on it it's like right. a board like a little like trough and you put the sand in there, and then you rake it in the day. And you have the stones, and you have to make sure your zen is all right. Does it have one of those little trees that you have to manicure with like a, a tiny scissors? No, a bonsai you, you tree? Have bon- they're sold separately. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't get the bonsai automatically. That's a that's an additional charge. That's an extra nineteen ninety nine. Exactly. It's say you have to pay separate shipping and, hand- shipping and handling for that baby.
7: <laughs> now, <laughs>
4: when did you leave the zen garden with the house? Or no, did you t- I, I always took that. You—that's bad juju. That's that, that that messes up your feng shui.
11: And then we had to get rid this, of it when the cats mistook it for a... Um, a
4: letterbox. Uh, a <laughs> cat box. Yeah, no. the cats would go in there. And no, we didn't have cats in L.A. No, we didn't. I was just oh, going to say, saying. what would that do to your feng shui? I'd have stoners walk by my house in Venice and pee in it. At least they were trying to be nice. You know, they didn't pee up against the side of my wall like they do now everywhere in California. You know what I'm saying? But anyway... I <laughs> Enough about that. <laughs> Coming up, uh, Jason Whitlock will join us. You know what else we have? Oh, we'll have to talk more about this Phil Jackson Zoom session. So what do you think they talked about? I didn't see it because I saw I John either. Clark. John McMullen was posting. Everybody was posting about it. Wait, McMullen was on it? I don't know if he was on it. He saw it. He was commenting on it oh, because okay. he's a football reporter. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking for football stories. We'll have another football story this hour, too. The one I wanted to get to yesterday, which is really fascinating, that is the... Dude on an unnamed NFL player. On a plane, right? On a plane. Yeah. Had a situation develop, and now he's suing United Airlines. A lot of guys would probably say, nah, that's a, that was quite all right, honey. Yeah. You, wait a minute. You want to do what? We will explain that story later on this hour, Harry. But how well, about Feng Shui and Zengard and Zen Garden, add that to the list? If you tried to make a list of the things, that, the topics that we've discussed today, you go from coolers. You're talking about porn. Well, we didn't really talk porn today. You're talking about uh, beer coolers, talking about detachable penises. Chris Pratt's emails. Chris Pratt's deleted emails from his kid accidentally. Melanotan. Melanotan tanning. Sid Rosenberg abusing everything on the face of the earth. A Russian nurse with Russian underwear. Russian nurse, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's great. So. Phil Jackson, we know he's uh, influencing NBA coaches because of the uh, – and people are still talking Last Dance Hour. How long of a shelf life does the Last Dance talk have? We already exposed the pizza guy. I think he first. In fact, we'll ask Jason Whitlock how long of a shelf life people in sports where there's no sports – because we're not going to have, like, full-fledged sports until July. We still have the golf and the auto racing and the soccer yeah. and all the other things going on. But when we have full-fledged – we're talking July at the earliest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So can we milk the last dance? How far does it go, Harry? Well, we haven't really
7: touched on it much. So if we wanted to just start it in June, we, that could get us to July easily. We, we touch on it every week, uh, Harry. Yeah, not much. We're
4: breaking it down. There's we had the pizza doing, guy on. This guy's doing four-hour shows every day on it. Well, ask Jason Whitlock. I'm going to give him the final word, as we like to say. Is he Is he last danced out? <laughs> we'll find out from him. Because he's got to talk about it every day. On television, too. The great Jason Whitlock. And, of course, uh, Marcellus Wiley will not be joining him on this call. No, but he's great, too. Oh, I love him. He's breaking down uh, Ivy League football's upcoming season and whether who's going to win the Ivy. If you had to pick a winner in the Ivy, would it be Princeton or Harvard, Harry? Uh, I don't think Penn's very good. I would say Harvard. Probably. Yeah. They cheat a lot, too. Plus, they get a lot of money to pay, guys. We're coming right back. Jason Whitlock. It's Tony and Harry. It is a thirsty throwback Thursday, and we're having fun as per usual.
12: Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code bruno for 10 percent off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno
13: Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas.
3: I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest Ooh. player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah 6-1, dude, and will take
13: over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app.
12: Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, i I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com discount code radio. Fire
6: There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno
4: and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will
2: bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM
9: app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to OnDoc Healthcare Services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace
4: Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
4: Fun time never ends here. Tony and Harry pretty much spanning the globe today. And there's a lot of content. I mean, you know, we're talking about Phil Jackson. And our good buddy John McMullen, Harry, had the best Phil Jackson line about him talking to the Eagles today on a Zoom session.
7: Yeah, it was something to the effect. I hope the head coach, Phil Jackson, talks to the Eagles, not the executive Phil Jackson.
4: Exactly. I'm sure New York Knicks fans feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah. They don't want Phil Jackson calling the New York Knicks anymore to give them any advice. You talk about a money grab. Oh, I mean, can you blame him? No. He didn't need it. Oh, he was like, no. hey, the Knicks want to give me how many million dollars to come in here and watch mm-hmm. a couple games at the Garden and go out and get some good food in New York City? You know, he's not far in New York City. He loves living in Montana. Right. But uh, we're going to get Jason Whitlock here in a second because I'm sure he's got a lot to talk about here. I'll ask him the definitive question. Are we over the last dance? <laughs> Will the last dance never really end? Like when you go to a club.
7: Well, I know they had Isaiah Thomas on the other day yes. on their show on Speak for Yourself, and it was pretty good.
4: Uh, absolutely, because, yeah. you know, all, all the characters, were remember, Horace Grant yeah. was mad. Well, now there's a beef now. We With figured, Horace. Well, Horace is pissed. We knew about Isaiah because yeah. that never ended. Right. A man who knows all of this because he talks about it every single day on FS1. The great Jason Whitlock, got to see him in New York. He used to see him in New York when I worked at ESPN. He worked at ESPN. I worked there. He worked at Fox. I worked there. But he's out of now. Are you in L.A. or do you? Yeah, st- no, I live out in L.A. Yeah. No, I knew you did. I thought maybe you went back home, but you couldn't get out during the quarantine.
15: <laughs> no, L.A. has been home since <laughs> 2010. You know, other than the taxes and this totalitarian governor we got, I love it out here.
4: Totalitarian. I mean, that's. I think. I think you're a little soft on the guy. I mean, come on, he's much worse than that, Jason.
15: <laughs> well, he certainly thinks he's a dictator, and people are ready to get out of the house and get back to living.
4: Exactly right. Now, we were talking about the last – how far how far can we take – because, you know, there's not a lot of sports, as we all know. How yeah. long can we milk the last dance for content?
15: <laughs> uh, look, as long as former teammates keep speaking out and as long as Jordan keeps taking pot shots at his competitors and teammates, we got nothing better – we got nothing else better to do. So I'm just waiting on Scottie Pippen to finally come out of his cave and – give his thoughts, although I don't think scotty has got anything to complain about.
4: No, I hear it. I think the
15: documentary treated him fairly, but I'm sure at some point he's going to come out and he's going to whine and cry and we'll we'll continue talking about it.
7: If only Jerry Krause was still around. I know. You know?
15: Yeah, that would be interesting. There's certainly a side of Jerry Krause's story. He certainly got beat up in the documentary. I I tend to side with Jordan. Those guys, I guess the sports fan in me would have liked to seen them get one more year and make an attempt at it. And I think it was kind of silly how Jerry didn't want Phil Jackson to remain his coach. But it would be very interesting to hear Jerry Krause's side of the story.
4: You know, the interesting thing, you see Bill Weddington, and I used to see when I, when I worked in Chicago with Mike Golick at ESPN when we started the morning show, Bill Weddington would always be at the Berto Center. You know, he was doing radio and TV out there. And now all these guys that you haven't heard from in forever, now all of a sudden they're back in the – Back in the limelight. <laughs> Armstrong, B.J. Armstrong, like B.J. Armstrong, another great guy.
15: Yeah, everybody's getting their second 15 minutes of fame thanks to this documentary. And couldn't have come at a better time for those of us that needed sports content to talk about.
4: Now, I, you know, it's interesting because we all have opinions, obviously. Guys that played have opinions. But, you know, I, I see a lot of these guys who are great, great players. And when you hear them talk about the players in the game themselves – it's 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 shocking. You look at guys. Obviously, Reggie Miller always had an opinion, but then you see guys who are like talking about LeBron and saying, you know, this guy's not better than LeBron. And then you sit back and you say, wow, I'm surprised here. Who is the guy that's he's on ESPN now? And he's been doing a lot of stuff. And he's been wrong on pretty much everything. He, de- he dissed one team when they were down, and they came back and won. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, oh, yeah. that's right. Paul Pierce, the former great Celtic. And he's been, talk- he's been talking trash about all these guys, man. Does that surprise you, or is he just trying to get people riled up?
15: I think, you know, he's trying to be the Charles Barkley of ESPN. And, you know, ESPN's NBA coverage hasn't always been that relevant or that good. And so Paul just being a little bit of an over-the-top personality, trying to do a Barkley imitation. You know, imitation is the highest form of flattery, but it's also one of the hardest things to pull off. And you know, Kobe Bryant's the only guy I've ever seen imitate somebody and do it at a high level in a way that it's not embarrassing. And so Paul Pierce is trying his damnedest to be the Charles Barkley, be outspoken and irreverent. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
17: What was the
7: biggest thing that you learned from the documentary, or did you know all that stuff, you know, uh, already?
15: I wouldn't say I – I certainly knew it, but I had forgotten a lot. Mm. And, I mean, you cover so much sports for as long as we have. And and you got those teams weren't local. I was in Kansas City at the time during Jordan's heyday. And I grew up in Indianapolis, and I'm a Pacer fan. And so I grew up kind of disliking Michael Jordan. Not, not, you know, I was aware of his greatness, but it was just hard for me as a Pacer fan, a Reggie Miller fan, to enjoy Michael's playing career. So it really wasn't until this documentary that I kind of like had a chance to sit back and be like, man, Mm -hmm. this is amazing what Michael Jordan did, and it's fun following this. But I really did need my memory refreshed because I had like totally forgotten what a horrible contract scotty pippin inside and i certainly didn't know cause, and this is where i thought the documentary was fair maybe scotty doesn't get it but you know scotty was kind of a good old boy from arkansas from this huge family dad is paralyzed he's got a brother that's paralyzed and he felt all this economic pressure to sign some long-term deal that really wasn't in his best interest but you when you get his full story like we did in in the doc you kind of understand it He's you know, a kid from Arkansas, wasn't expected to be some great player, developed late, and becomes a great player. Uh, and so he's he's over his head negotiating with the Bulls at that time, and, and I kind of blame the Bulls for not fixing that contract once it became apparent, like, wow, this guy's greatly underpaid, and he's a big part of our success. But, you know, I, it's like I knew all that stuff, but I had forgotten a lot of it, and it was good to have my memory
10: refreshed. The great
4: Jason Wailock, uh, w- uh, Whitlock and our guy, Dale. Uh, see, I'm messing this up because our intern, Caleb, who is in Indianapolis, always loves to hear in, in Naptown referenced in the show. And he wants <laughs> to know if, if if you were a big fan of Razor Shines back in the day.
15: Razor Shines, Indianapolis Indians, I think third baseman maybe. <laughs> well, of course we, I remember Razor Well, now.
4: here's a kid who's 22 years old, just uh, graduating from the University of, of Indiana, and he is our intern. So he works from Indy and listens to the show, and he loves when we talk Naptown. But the interesting thing is, I mean, you go back to Market Square Arena, right? I mean, those are the good old days, man. Although I, I love all the way barn.
15: back to the Indianapolis fairgrounds when the Pacers were in the wow. ABA. Wow. That's when my dad started taking me <laughs> and my brother you know, I go back to Darnell Hellman and downtown Freddie Brown and the, the Bell Daniels and the ABA Pacers just as a little, little kid. That's where my passion for the Pacers started.
7: Were you buying the Pizzagate uh, story as it was presented?
15: Uh, not really, and I was glad that the pizza guy from Utah came out clarified the story and I think his version of events is accurate and I think it points you to a direction of Jordan was up smoking cigars drinking and then threw a pizza on top of it at 3 in the morning and you know having overeaten overdrank and having smoked before uh, that's a bad cocktail that'll make you sick that sounds Uh, like like me in college every night Dude, I don't know if anybody intentionally poisoned Jordan as much as he poisoned himself with cigars, booze, and pizza.
4: Now, let me, uh, you know, because I still have a little journalism left in me in these day, this day and age when there's not much journalism going on. But we had the guy, we didn't have mom. We This guy Craig Fight is the guy who supposedly worked at the Pizza Hut in Park City and, and, and did a bunch of interviews. We, we broke down the tape. And I have determined that he is an absolute fraud because in one of the cuts from one of his interviews, he suggested he didn't know. He said, I'm here making the pizza. I was the manager, and I don't normally make them or deliver them. But I knew they were in town, and I found out it was from the hotel where the bulls were staying. And I I was making the pizza for Michael, although then, then I didn't realize it was for Michael. So he pretty much acknowledged he knew the pizza was for Michael, and then in the same cut said, I didn't realize it was taking it to Michael Jordan's room. So I'm going to call that guy a phony, even though it was a nice story and he got a lot of mileage in sports talk radio stations around America, got to play that up for a couple days. The guy's a stone-cold liar.
15: Mm, I'm not sure if that's a smoking gun. The fact that he knew he was making the pizza for the Bulls, he probably assumed, but not was 100%, Michael Jordan was involved. And, you know, I... Michael Jordan being involved was just icing on the cake. He thought he was making pizza for the bulls or whatever. I I tend to buy his stories. I just don't believe somebody would intentionally, intentionally poison that pizza. That's just way too high risk. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it was poison.
4: I agree with your story about the booze and the cigar ashes. And, uh, and everything else in the room, I'm not saying the guy from Utah poisoned it. I'm not saying anybody poisoned it. I'm just saying the guy in Utah, there were a lot of, like, the Pizza Hut supposedly wasn't open after 10 o'clock or 10.30 in Salt Lake City that night.
15: Nothing is. If you've ever been well, to I've Salt been, Lake City. I've
4: been to Salt Lake City. I know that. Well, Rich Eisen
11: had another guy on who said that he knows the real story. And oh. that sounded, it was it was similar. Again, nobody's suggesting Everybody's that Everybody's
4: coming. Everybody worked at a Pizza Hut in Salt Lake City. Back then, now. So all these people, you know, that's the one thing. How do you vet these guys?
15: Well, I can assure you, I've eaten pizza in Utah because I've eaten pizza in just about every city in America. So we know that's factual. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
7: Would pizza in Salt Lake City qualify for one meal Whitlock?
15: It would, uh, but, you know, back in the days when I was going to Utah, it was probably five mil Whitlock at that
3: point. Poor, You know, everybody rips
4: Utah. It's a beautiful place. Pennsylvania's got more repressive alcohol laws than Utah, where you would expect the alcohol laws to be repressive. But we got better pizza. Well, definitely we got better pizza here on the East Coast. Everybody knows that, man. Come on. Are you a deep dish guy or are you a thin crust guy?
15: Thin crust all the way, like like my pizza. A little overcooked.
4: Yeah, man. Crispy. See, yeah, that's exactly that's why Michael a liked Yep. It. He wanted thin, crispy with p- pepperoni on it. <laughs> Extra pepperoni or just regular pepperoni. I'm
15: gonna tell you the other thing. <laughs> I I'm big on barbecue pizza. Uh, I, love- I love barbecue chicken pizza. That's my favorite thing.
4: No, nah, man. I don't put the bar. Overcooked. I can't do that, man. That's like you don't put pineapple on pizzas, do you?
15: No, no, definitely. That sounds way too healthy.
4: (laughs) Damn right it does, man. Jason Whitlock breaking it down. So now we got the golf thing. You know, the first one, Harry and I agreed. The guys didn't have any juice, man. All those four guys last weekend, they were pretty boring. The golf course had juice. Yeah, the golf course was the only thing to watch for. And then doing a sudden death closest to the pin thing. Were you into that at all?
15: No. Didn't even know what happened. Read about it, but (laughs) wasn't into it.
7: What about this week with Tiger and and, uh, Phil and Peyton and Brady.
15: Yeah, I'll watch. I wish that they had inclu- included uh two more groups. I, I would have loved to have seen Dustin Johnson and Wayne Gretzky and you know maybe Brooks Kepka uh paired with oh, I forgot, I came up with somebody else, another great athlete that Kepka could be paired with. But uh, you know, I, I would've I- I'm not Curry. sure if just these four guys will be enough. If you add four more, I think you would have had something. But yeah. I'm certainly going to take a look. I mean, those are four very interesting, entertaining athletes, and it'll be interesting to see what happens.
4: Now, Charles, it's going to be on TNT, so I understand Charles Barkley will be doing commentary too, and there's a lot of prop bets on, like, will they show Charles's golf swing?
15: <laughs> of course they will. Oh, they're going to show that. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I wanted to see Jordan paired with Brooks Koepka oh,
10: yeah, and yeah.
15: Gretzky paired with... With with his DJ. son-in-law, yeah, I, I I thought that would have been fabulous. You would have had four cert- certified all-time greats out there, with some great golfers. That that would have been amazing.
11: Now, Jason, this is Miss Robin. Are you looking more forward to seeing them play or hearing them talk to each other?
15: Play, play. I I want to see because one, I think Peyton and Brady are going to be hyper competitive, mm-hmm. and you know the, the trash talk deal eh I, i'm not that into uh you know guys you know uh, unless it's you know Deion Sanders or someone like that that i think is really good at it <laughs> I, I can't imagine these guys will be that good at talking trash
4: now since uh since we don't have any baseball players out there They should have gotten a baseball player so that he could spit on the golf course, knowing that he can't spit ever again if they ever again play Major League Baseball. To me, you know, Mad Dog Russo was ripping into the league and the players, both sides. I'm turning on baseball, and I love the sport. What's your take on this? Because it looks like baseball is is putting itself in a position where they have so many stupid rules and they've gone so over the top that it doesn't look like they're going to play at all now. Does it feel that way to you?
15: I'll say they missed a hell of an opportunity if they don't play and if they allow money and to be a driving force, they will have missed a hell of an opportunity. I mean, just look—we had a NASCAR race on Fox last week, last weekend, six million viewers. People are so thirsty for sports, and baseball could jump out here and be a leader and and restore some of its relevance and importance to American culture. Uh, they they will have missed an amazing opportunity because I think anybody that gets out here and is kind of first and is a leader, you know, is perhaps going to go down in a bit of history. Be, because and, and I also just think that the country needs it because we've been the our actions the last two months have been driven so much by fear, and whoever steps out here and shows a little bravery, a little courage, a little masculinity i think is going to be a big winner on the other side of this
4: i totally agree with you we're talking with jason whitlock he and that that other guy marcellus wiley so you guys are still doing shows every day right you're doing them remotely though as everybody else is right
15: yeah we've been doing the show since i think early march or mid-march and been doing it from home you know our individual homes we got cameras set up at our homes but hopefully here in the next week or two we'll be back in studio
4: So you're going to the Fox Lot on Pico? Hopefully. Beautiful man, Jason. Last thing, and I want to get into uh, you know, because everybody gives gets opinions on bad, especially the NBA. You know, I was mentioned Paul Pierce, and he's like Jordan, and he's like, oh, LeBron's not as good as this guy or that guy. Is is the argument? Is this argument going to continue? I mean, if they play and Jordan win and LeBron wins another title, you can put him into the conversation. Is is can you argue right now that Jordan LeBron is better than Michael Jordan?
15: Not in my view. Uh, LeBron's had just some moments of utter failure and weakness in some big spots. And it, Not to say that he's not a great player, but when you're going up against Michael Jordan, who in the biggest moments, he just doesn't have those major flubs. And I'm talking about uh, LeBron's first year in Miami in that Dallas series where no one can really explain what the hell happened to LeBron James uh, you know, Michael Jordan doesn't have one of those type moments. I'm talking about his first trip around where Cleveland, where at the end of it, in that Celtics series, he basically quit. Uh, those are moments that are going to be hard for LeBron to overcome because Jordan just doesn't have those moments. and And I think it's been made crystal clear by this documentary that Jordan is – more of a competitor than LeBron James. And look, Jordan's more of a competitor than than most people, so that's not a big slight on LeBron. But I I think LeBron is a modern-day Wilt Chamberlain. Extremely talented, perhaps too talented. And too talented to the point of being quirky, awkward, uh, that he'll just never... In my mind, be able to catch Michael Jordan, you know, short of him winning two more championships. I I think it's kind of a silly discussion that, you know, we've propped up because it makes good content and social media loves it. And so we prop it up.
7: We got a, a question on our Twitch stream for you. Who was your favorite athlete from the state of Indiana?
15: From the state of Indiana,
7: or, or who played there, or just was no, born, they so I born there? On the question, but from well,
15: look, I grew up with Jeff George, so that's my favorite athlete. Wow, uh, you know that from Indiana. Matty Johnson, my favorite athlete of all time, but I guess if I had to, if I'm pushed, my favorite athlete from Indiana, born there, would be Larry Bird. Uh, you know, great high school player. Obviously, a magnificent college career, and you know one of the ten greatest NBA players of all time.
4: Now, people are wondering whether you were being sarcastic there with the Jeff George thing. Are you serious? No, he's serious.
15: No, I'm dead serious. Jeff George and I grew up together, and he's a good dude. a lot of people,
4: you know, a lot of people rip him because of his career, and they think he was a fairy, and he wasn't. He's a hell of a player, too. Absolutely.
15: Yeah, Jeff George. You know, he was blessed with too much talent, to be quite honest with you. I mean, he was as big a athletic freak as LeBron James or anybody I've ever seen, could have been a Major League Baseball star, shortstop or pitcher at third baseman, uh, would have been a first-round pick in baseball, uh, probably could have played in the NBA as a, you know, shooter or uh, I'm trying to think, Kyle Corver type uh, and certainly had the talent to be a great NFL player, uh, but just You know things didn't work out his temperament uh and and again having too much talent i think probably prevented jeff george from reaching his full
4: potential and finally the big question of the day the dallas cowboys five year 175 million dollars and apparently uh he wants more north of 45 million in the last year because we know this is all about upfront money and anything longer than five years you're probably not going to see the back end what do you think is going to happen with that mess uh
15: You know, I can't predict what will happen, but what I would do is I would move on from Dak. Dak wants too much money. And I'm not even talking about this record contract that he may or may not have turned down. Who knows if that's true? Who knows how much guaranteed money it was? What, What I do think we know is Dak wants more money than what his talents command. Dallas is the only team. If Dak hit the open market... I don't think there's a team in the league that offers him 30000000 million-plus a year guaranteed. No one does. I, I think Dax, tw- he's he's maybe commands a contract slightly better than what Teddy Bridgewater got in Carolina, if he's on the open market. Yeah. Dax in position with Dallas where he can demand more than that, and they flirted with giving him more than that. They still seem to be able to satisfy him. And I'd move on, play Andy Dalton, and draft a rookie next year.
4: Jason Whitlock, we pretty much have covered every single thing, even going back prior to Market Square Arena days in Indianapolis. You don't get that kind of <laughs> comprehensive breakdown anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
15: Thank you, guys. At Thank Whitlock, you. Jason on At Twitter.
4: fabulous follow. Absolutely. Great yeah. stuff. Thank you, man. There he is, Jason Whitlock. Speak for yourself. I usually speak for myself, and so does he, as a matter yeah. of fact. You know what I'm saying?
11: You are right, though. His Twitter follow is oh, it's fantastic. Great. Yeah. He covers pretty much everything.
4: Yep. And a lot of people don't like Jason Whitlock. You know why? Because he speaks his mind. Mm-hmm. He speaks for himself. Imagine that. Exactly right. That's what I do. You know who all speaks for himself? I think Sid Rosenberg sometimes oh, yeah. speaks for himself. You got to open Maybe him up sometimes. a little bit. You got to loosen him up <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Get him going every yeah. now and then.
11: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeez. Yeah, he's usually so tight-lipped yeah. and you know shut down. That's what usually
4: happens. You come on the show, <laughs> yeah. and we get you relaxed enough, yeah, where you know you can just let it go. When he's
7: not yelling and screaming on radio stations, <laughs> he does it on Twitter. He's doing it right now. Oh, Sid? Yeah,
4: he's still going. Oh, he's still going, dude. I want to have. I'll have someone he's having this weekend. He right. injects it. <laughs> oh, jeez. You <laughs> can get back. some
11: of what he's having yeah. if
4: you want. When we, when we come back, I have had it with these mother women on these mother planes. That's coming up next. And if you want to squeeze in a call, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. Thursday, Thirsty, coming right back
12: Actually, lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code Bruno for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno. That's G O Sleeves.com and enter discount code Bruno. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code Bruno. <laughs> this, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on
2: the Rich Eisen Show.
3: Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think that they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome.
4: So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play you think he will not end his
9: career as a Green Bay Packer just like you?
12: My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the SiriusXM app. We would all
1: work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that Made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW. Proudly
0: American. Proudly Union. Relax, let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? This is Mike Ferris. If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former all-stars, Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocky broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines.
12: Actually, lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. That's GO Sleeves.com and enter discount code radio. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio.
4: Hey, this is Tony. Bruno, be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
8: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
4: Yes, indeed, kids. Yes, indeed. Winding down another day of excellent broadcasting festivities. Self-proclaimed excellent broadcasting festivities. I'll let the audience decide finally, Harry. And you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on in this world. Most of it's negative, but on this show, it's positive. Unfortunately, this show has a combination of positive and negative in this Mm -hmm. particular story, Harry. It involves the National Football League. And no, no one was arrested in this particular story. Although someone should have been arrested, Harry. Because we have... NFL player, unnamed NFL player. Unnamed, Remember when we used to have those stories, an unnamed NFL, it was a baseball player. Remember there was unnamed baseball players giving quotes to the media about the steroid era? Mm -hmm. Unnamed player says, we haven't heard from unnamed players in a while. No, this is John Doe in the lawsuit. Exactly, John, not Jane Doe, John Doe, not the pizza delivery guy in Salt Lake City, Utah, who worked for a pizza hut and delivered to Michael Jordan. Or the former uh, adult film star who's yes. no longer living. The great John yeah. Doe. I got to meet him, actually. You did? Yes. But back to the unnamed NFL player. So an unnamed NFL player has sued United Airlines, Harry. hmm He claims that the airline failed to have not only procedures, they didn't have them, or enforced procedures to prevent sexual assault on the plane. Yeah. He was on a flight February 10th from LAX, Los Angeles, to New Mexico, to New York, I guess. Yeah, right? the Red Eye. On the Red Eye to New York. I've been on that plane many times, and I've never had this happen. Because mm-hmm. I'm usually out cold like a sucker. You've wanted it to happen. Yes. But, you know. I mean, I would scan the, the whole crowd and see whether there was somebody I could sit next to once the plane took off and reached the safe distance. And so we can release our seatbelts and move about the aircraft. So he and another player... We're sitting in the same row, and there was a woman in that same row. Yes, yeah, she was at the window, I believe. Yes, from the windows, not to the walls. <laughs> from apparently, from the windows to the balls, <laughs> as the song used to say. <laughs> from yeah. the
9: windows
4: to my balls. Lil Jon. See, Harry, now yeah. he knows. So he says in the uh, lawsuit that he and the guy next to him Rip complained four different times. For being groped. About this woman. The woman was like touching his knee, allegedly, mm-hmm. then touching his thigh. And
11: supposedly there was some alcohol involved. And well, for- of course. It's well, an yeah. airplane. And for those of you who do not know, when you're drinking alcohol on an airplane, it goes to your head much faster because oh, of the stop. altitude. No, absolutely. 100% I it's can't get, I can't Science. get
7: drunk on a plane. Now,
11: now, you can't anyway.
7: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Let's continue with the story, Robin. <laughs> Please. That's a good song though, "Drunk on a Plane." <laughs> yeah,
8: that yeah. Was. so
4: they complained, and apparently they moved the woman to another row. Right, but that wasn't. But wait, there's more. So that they the woman can pack, goes goes back. You think that's going to stop her? And she said, "Hell <laughs> no, I got to get me some of that." Now if a guy does this, you know he's a pig. Oh, they're going to redirect that flight and arrest him. Exactly.
10: <laughs> yes. They're going to
4: throw him out of the emergency exit. Yes, but no, the, the guy. The two guys were being hassled, but she wanted the NFL player. The other dude apparently wasn't hot enough, but she would have settled for him if he were the only guy left. (laughs) So then after they complained four different times, the woman goes back and then allegedly not only was playing with his knees and the inner thighs, and I like to do that on a plane, you Mm -hmm. know, if the woman's in the middle seat, you know, because nobody can see it. Right. She goes for the genitals. She goes full crotch. And I wonder, I mean, she had her hand all the way open, apparently. Oh, yeah? This is yeah? You know, this NFL player. Right, right. This ain't right. some little slapdick guy with, you know, little round Doing glasses. a radio show. Exactly right. <laughs> this ain't some little nerd dude. He had
11: really big feet, let's right. just say right. play it. Playing right, Fortnite
4: right. on the plane with Philadelphia Philly great S- Bryce Harper. So, in yeah. other
11: words, United Airlines did not feel that the Me Too movement worked no. both ways. Mm-hmm. So,
4: so, nothing happens. The flight attendants didn't do anything to this woman? It's not like they could arrest her. But they, they basically, he claims, didn't do anything to stop this advance from this woman. Well, they said that the two guys were further incensed when the airline
7: only offered them vouchers, $150 vouchers. Voucher? In response to their complaints about the woman. That's all you're going to get? 150 Where does that get you? That doesn't get you from L.A. to New York no, again. No, you can't even Nothing. get to Atlantic City from Philly with right. $150. It will cover five. the
11: parking. <laughs> it won't even get you from L.A. to Vegas.
7: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, now, here's my take on this. This woman, who I have not seen.
4: It's probably what, nasty. Was
7: a 2 or a 3. Yeah,
4: not nasty in a good way.
7: Right. Had she been... Desirable to the guy. This is a red eye. Now, I remember. doubt this guy's complaining at all. I totally agree. In fact, that. they might take it up a notch,
11: and and join the mile high club. Uh,
7: you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
11: I don't know. I mean,
4: hey, you know what they say. Harry. You know what they say. Yeah. See if all to get that booty. <laughs> it
11: depends. Lay her down a and smack them Cole
4: got, got to be. be.
11: I know that in Tony's case. He does not like the sloppy drunk. Like, oh, it'll no. turn, that'll turn him yeah, off. Right. I don't care how fun. hot
4: she is. If she's slurred and stumbling around, no way. Well,
7: she's not stumbling around. She's just sitting in the
4: window seat grabbing <laughs> she's, your she's stuff. You she still be, like, on. doing the lean and going back, and her head goes back, and it comes forward. You know if she's Yeah, 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 yeah.
11: Yeah, th- on, th- nothing will turn him off faster than that.
4: I mean, they obviously weren't in first class. No. Right? Why was an NFL
7: player sitting in a middle seat? That's what I want to know.
10: Well,
11: Maybe we he was do. a
7: practice squad
10: guy.
11: <laughs> we do have audio, though, right? We do.
4: We have tape. Finally, finally, Harry, after the stewardesses, the flight attendants, the stews as I used to call them, not the two live stews, they weren't on the plane, <laughs> he finally got up and forced the plane to land when he said,
6: Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this
3: Monday to Friday plane. Step
6: about to open some freaking windows. Yeah. Ah! What do you say? Monkey
4: fight? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant edit because you know Monk- what he really says. Yeah. On, the,
11: on this Monday to Friday play. There on this go. monkey fighting,
4: <laughs> not the monkey fight club. Right? Yep. That's the website where you can gamble.
11: Yeah, monkey knife, monkey knife fight. fight.
4: Monkey knife fight. Monkey knife fight. Can yeah. I hear that one more time? I loved it. That's a great editing job. Yeah. Because those were his words. I wonder if he went back and redid it. For the clean version Probably. instead, because when they have to play it on television, it has to be edited. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying the MF words, he said monkey fighting. Let's go back to it again, Robin.
8: Uh, All
4: right, that's, right. Stop it right there. Here we go. Okay, this is it. Here we go.
10: Enough
3: is enough. <laughs> I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. <laughs> Everybody
18: <strap in>. <laughs> <laughs> They've also used for him melon farmer. Oh, did they? Yeah, instead of, you know, for... To substitute for MF, which... Mellon Farmer. Yeah. No, I like that was from Die Hard for Vengeance.
4: I like the monkey fighting on this Monday to Friday flight.
11: <laughs> I'm tired of these monkey fighting. All right, Aaron, right, let me
4: put you in. Let's, let's play. Put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. You're on a plane. It's a red eye, which you've, I've been on it a million times on the red eye. Right. L.A. to Philly. I've been on that a million times. L.A. to Tampa. Mm-hmm. You name the L.A. to East Coast overnight red eye. I'm usually out because I have to get up and go back to work. Right. But there's a chick sitting next to you. I don't care how hot she is or not. I mean, she can't be a beast. And she starts playing with your inner thigh and Mm -hmm. touching your knee. What do you do? Well, I mean, it depends. I do care what she looks like. Even if you've had, you now, like, say you're three hours into the flight. Yeah. And you had a couple of pops. Right. And she says, hey. She didn't have to say anything. That hand comes down there. I'm not talking about, like, a priest sitting next to you. I'm talking about I'd, a woman. Maybe I'd uh, act like
7: I was sleeping. Would you file a lawsuit? Would you complain to the flight crew? I'm not going to make a, make a big deal out of this. But I would be pissed if they offered me a $150 voucher. <laughs> that I would complain about.
11: Now, here's another question. What
4: about if she offered you $150 cash to let her finish the job? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? All right. Forget about the voucher. How about Kish? All right. How about if she w- t- opens up her
17: hand
7: handbag? Anybody got two hundred? Two <laughs> no, hundred? Two hundred? Two hundred? Two hundred? Two twenty-five. Two twenty-five. Two
17: twenty-five.
11: Do you already belong to the Mile High Club? Uh, yeah. You do? Yeah. God, I'm the only one here. Me it's too. It's
7: overrated. I, I do it is overrated. Yeah. It's difficult to I've do. i have not but joined it's,
11: yet.
4: It's nice. It's a nice badge of honor. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Let's go to Trevor in the two hundred three who's up there in Connecticut, and I guarantee you he's never had this kind of action on a plane. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
17: Grab. No, but I've never had that action on a flight from Phoenix to, LA, Phoenix to New York on a red-eye, but if she does want it, let's get the cameras out send it to Brazzers immediately for some action and some profits right there.
4: Exactly right, man. You always have to roll. You've got to keep the camera rolling, baby.
17: Absolutely. Don't be bad filming, but you got to make that money.
4: Well, see, that's what his buddy
7: should have been doing then. His buddy should have been filming this whole thing yeah. with his
4: phone. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it was his buddy. I think it just happened to be another guy. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I thought it
11: was two
4: pairs. I, I thought they are buddies. I don't know.
17: That's when you ask your buddy, like, hey, film this, then you get, split it, get some part of this action of this money.
7: See, he's thinking
4: well, he thinks because, you know, he works in it. Was your, when is your gym going to reopen for soul cycling up there in Connecticut in the People's Republic?
17: Oh, oh it's not a People's Republic. It's a banana republic. Ah, same it. thing. I've been told June 20th, but I'm not taking any answer from um, Ned Lamont. I think he's an idiot. He's more of a dictator.
4: It's an outrage up there. Now, those cycles are, are how far apart are the soul cycles in the gym?
17: Oh. I will say maybe like a, maybe a foot of, a foot So you take hour, half of them out of you levels. put
4: them 6 feet apart mm-hmm. and you get the chicks in there with the spandex and the sweat and you let them soul cycle their asses off all night long baby
17: Absolute and the Lululemon... um yoga Pet; Those are also very great to see as well as stand-up. That's
7: you why God made them. You don't want to have them cycle their whole ass off. No, you want no. to leave a little something. No, Not When you're no, cycling need, that
17: we need, hard, we're we working cushion glutes. There. We need some cushion
4: there. No, trust me. You don't lose it when you soul cycle. You get those babies nice and tight and firm. And you, then you say at the end of the night, great ass! Exactly. Trevor, we got to run, man. Be careful out care, there. All right, brother.
3: We're on my run. Peace.
4: Rack that guy. As my buddy Jim Rome would say. We want to thank camp... Uh, who do we have on today, Harry? Looking we have
7: Sid Rosenberg. Sid Rosenberg. How can I forget?
4: And the great Jason Whitlock. Right. And a lot of great conversation, good calls, good energy, good vibes, good vibrations. And in the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow for a big Friday extravagant. Lenny Dykstra will be in the house. Well, he won't be in the house. He'll be in his house. In the meantime, don't drink and drive, don't text and drive, and God bless America. It is still the greatest place on earth. See you tomorrow.